You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Live from the Gregory Ricks & Associates Wealth Management Studios, this is News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Live with Gregory Ricks on iHeartRadio. I'm your co-host, James Parker. Welcome to the big show. It's the three-hour Saturday Spectacular. Tesla had a bad week, though, Gregory. I had a pretty good week. I got a little time off for the 4th of July holiday. Short weeks are nice. Doesn't even feel like Saturday, right? It's like, why did I get to, uh, why did I get to work so early on a Wednesday? No, no, it's Saturday. That's fine. But uh, Tesla's glad this week's over. Also, you, I got some good news. Millennials. As much grief as they get, they're actually doing better at building their 401k accounts than the Gen Xers or the Baby Boomers. We'll make sure to steer them in the correct direction so um, maybe one of these days they can be lucky enough to be clients of Gregory Ricks and Associates. If you have a financial situation, not quite sure what to do, better call Gregory, 504-260-0995. You can send us a text message via the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, which you should have downloaded already. This is your gentle reminder. I may give an abrasive one later. I want to start off talking about um, our next live event, what you got over there? I'm, I've got a stack of stuff we're going to talk about. John Bogle, and he's telling you to expect lower returns, most valuable brands in the country. See if you can guess what they are. We're going to review the windfall elimination provision. Something I didn't get to finish on the show this week, money lessons I learned in the military. And with the annuity, you try to do it Thursday, the annuity discussion. Oh, and we're and then- doing that today somehow. I, I didn't get to it. You know, it just, everybody calls in, All right, so which I love the call. So we're going to talk about annuities and look, and look, three-year average returns in the market. How does that compare to the market and... When the last recessions appeared, and basically see how that correlates, it might surprise you where we're at. We're going to have to sprint through all this, Gregory, because I wanted to start off. Uh, just, we got three hours? Yeah. Well, in the second hour, it's kind of occupied. So, um, Wes Blanchard, right? He's yes. Yeah, okay. Wes will be in for the 11 o'clock hour once again. If you have a financial situation, whether it be the lump sum pension choice, Social Security, windfall elimination, uh, the state retirement program in Louisiana, annuities, 
when to turn on Social Security, 504. You ready? 504-260-0995. All right. I want to start off talking, just kind of um, prime the pump here for our next live event that's coming up Thursday, 6.30 p.m., Ruth's Chris in Metairie. The date is July 13th, but this is for women only. This is a women-only event, and this is one of these financial first dates for the those of you who've been listening to the show. And uh, you're thinking, man, I need this guy to uh, take a second look at what I got going on or just check over my money or maybe I should come on board. Maybe I shouldn't, but I just need to find out more. This is how you do it. This is the next step. I mean, I, I literally my in-laws listen to this show on a regular basis and they, they pulled me aside about a year and a half ago. And they're like, what, what do we do if we want to come on board? I'm like, have you not listened to the show? How many times do I have to say this? All you got to do is come to these live events and eat a steak. But no, that's what we're doing this Thursday. And the reason we, we uh, take a focus uh, on women, much more so than most financial firms that you're accustomed to, is uh, because they're the negative or they hold the negative consequences of bad financial planning far more often than men. Check out this statistic. It's all about actuarial tables for one thing. Now, we all know that women have a longer life expectancy than men. That's just common knowledge. We also know that men more often marry younger women than older women. So when you add those two up, what's the spread? How long is the uh, the average widowhood? 80% of women outlive their husbands. Okay? Yeah, and the average is about five years when we look at total life expectancy. When we get, when they both make 65, it does narrow to about two to three years. That's if they're the same age. If they're the same right. age, yes. Okay. Then you've got to take the age difference and add to it. Exactly. But it doesn't get that simple either because, you know, while m- me and my wife are four years apart and my parents are five years apart, there's a cool little trend that I can high-five and have total respect for. You know, if your first marriage falls apart, a lot of guys like to go younger in that position. And so when they get the second wife or the third wife or I don't know how many you want to go for, they tend to really have a bigger distance between the ages of the husband and the wife. So what is the average here? 80% of um, women outlive their husbands. The average for those 80%, they will remain widows for 14 years. Now, that's good news that you get to outlive the husband for 14 years. You get your house to yourself and, you know, no one's going to nag you. you No one's leaving wet towels on the floor or, you know, not taking out the trash on time. But what this also means is when his Social Security check or his pension drops off or his income goes away, you know, your financial world is cut at the knees for for 14 years on average. That means half of you widows will be in widowhood for longer than 14 years, you know, about. So uh, are you prepared for life after him? Because one of the great sayings from Gregory is, a man is not a plan. So if a man's not a plan and that man's gone and you didn't properly prepare, it's going to be 14 long, painful, lower standard of living years. You know, what we like to eliminate is the worries, the concerns. If your best friend in life moves on before you do it's a bigger problem for women lower income lower retirement put away on their parts there's gaps if there's pension was it done was the pension set up correctly like 
100% spousal continuation, and that's not always the case. And then the Social Security gap. And then was money having to be spent on additional health care costs? And you, you can't never plan safe for that, but you have to look for those gaps and how are they going to be made up? Because if it's a situation, and this is why you want to use the guided planning system, proprietary system that we have for mathematical financial planning. And to figure out where those gaps are, how can they be made up? And then, you know, if if it's really tight on money, then you need to know what's coming as well. And I, I think that's a big part is to understand what you're facing in the future. So w- what it looks like um, when there's no financial planning or inadequate financial planning and you go into widowhood, what do you usually see, Gregory? Does the, the standard of living just dwindle to where you have to move in with one of the kids? Or is there like um, I mean, we don't have poor houses anymore. What's like or maybe a Medicaid paid nursing home? I, I, I don't want to do the doomsday scenario, fire and brimstone, you know, from the pulpit kind of thing. But Okay. Well, here's two sides. Half the people don't have enough don't have anything saved. And half of the other half may not have enough. That's part of why so many people want to come in and take a look at the guided planning system to see where they are along the path. And what are they facing? What changes are needed to be made? When can they retire? I, I did several income scenarios for a client the other day, and he was wanting to look at income ranges and whether he should retire next year or the following year. When he pl- we plugged in retiring next year and a higher income plan, it really tightened things up. So what it also tells me when we're looking at that where he's older than his wife as well, there's going to be gaps for her that are could make things tough. So when you talk about the people without money or enough or it becomes a spin down, yeah, they're having to look at other resources like reverse mortgages, family. Uh, I had one of those the other day, widow. And her son came in with her, and she's done spent through her money. Social Security's not that much, still has a mortgage, not much, but has more credit card debt than the mortgage. And her only option left is a reverse mortgage, and she's in her 70s. So, yeah, you you have to look at those things. Now, from the standpoint of people not having enough money or don't have money, honestly, James, I don't work with them. There's nothing to work with. They don't come see me either. Well, let's say occasionally they do, and we'll give them guidance if that's possible. But typically we're working with people that have some amount of money, and we are telling the truth about what's going on. All right, so you got – a widow, someone that's recently widowed, and they have some assets, but they know it's not going to be enough to last them through retirement. But they also got, luckily, the husband had a life insurance policy, so they get a lump sum, which seems like a lot of money just on paper. But when you when you got to think this is going to stretch fourteen years, 
that might not be enough either. What what can you do to make that last? You're probably let's say you have money, but then what you're probably facing is a spend down over time. We just don't want to run out of money before you move on. We want to forecast it out to where if, if there's going to be a spend down, it needs to last and forecast to last beyond your life expectancy there. That's not a perfect science, and most people are going to face that in some way because of longevity. You need to call the office, ladies, to come into this event. It's very important. You're going to gain a lot of insight from it. The office number to RSVP is 504-832-9200, and you can go to GregoryRicks.com. And we're doing it this Thursday, 6.30 p.m., Ruth's Chris in Metairie. Look, if you're listening on uh, 104.9 over in the, uh, the coast there of Mississippi, it may be worth the drive there. Give us a call. Yeah, Let's it's, at, it's at Ruth's Chris, Mattery, right. 6 o'clock. The event actually starts at 6.30, the speaking part of it. The Total Wealth Authority is going to be there. Worth the short drive as well. Get to break bread together. Awesome food. One of my favorite restaurants. And if that does, if you don't like that distance, we can do phone visits. We can do uh, video conferences. There's all kinds of options. More Winning at Life coming up. If you have a financial situation, 504-260-0995. I'm James Parker. It's Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks on iHeartRadio. Hey, ladies, listen up. Nine out of ten women will be the sole decision maker when it comes to finance, much more than men. Winning at Life invites you to our Women and Wealth event, Thursday, July 13th, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Metairie. Come learn about finance, retirement, Social Security, health care, and more. Gregory Riggs and our Total Wealth Authority will be in attendance. Bring your questions. A Q&A session will be held at the end. Reserve your seat, 504-832-9200, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or GregoryRicks.com. How often do you worry about money? James Parker here. You know, you don't have to worry about what's going to happen with your 401k when the stock market takes a dive again. You don't have to worry about running out of money when you retire. You can get your financial life in order, but it's a lot easier if you get some help. Find out if you're a good fit for Gregory Ricks and Associates. Come to our next live event to reserve your seat. Go to GregoryRicks.com, download the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. If you've got a financial situation, Situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. Yeah, we talk about stocks and all these different choices and where we think a bottom might be. And you just you have to be careful with all of your decisions and seek professional licensed help in doing this. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Gregory Ricks and Associates brings you the Total Wealth Authority, the team to handle all aspects of your money. Meet our CPA, Jude Heath. For taxpayers that get these phone calls, it's very scary. Give us a call. We'll call them back on your behalf. And usually those calls then go away. The Total Wealth Authority. Summon us with the Gregory Ricks and Associates app. GregoryRicks.com or 504-832-9200. 
The Rich Report with Gregory Rich. And here's one of the simple explanations to consider doing a subchapter S. Okay, they're in a situation where it's all being passed to them. Then it's going on the Schedule C and you're paying the Social Security tax. And, and let's say you're ending up with 80000 in income. Well, do a subchapter S entity. Pay yourself a salary. You're being taxed on 50 if that reasonably pays your bills and supports your standard of living. And the other 30 is a K-1 distribution that passes along to you, and all you're doing is paying the income tax on that. You're not paying the payroll and Social Security taxes and such. That's one of the core considerations of doing a subchapter S. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Find me at GregoryRicks.com, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. With so many music apps out there, ever wonder which one's the most popular in America? The one that lets you listen to live radio, custom radio from your favorite artist, and download unlimited music. Oh yeah, and the one that's free. If you guessed iHeartRadio, you'd be right, and you wouldn't be alone. Come join millions of music fans who rated iHeartRadio the number one free music app in America. Download the free iHeartRadio app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. May we all financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do you better call gregory winning at life on news talk 99.5 wrno welcome back winning at life weekly wrap you know, we've been doing this over seven years on Saturday morning. This is live financial talk radio. You can interact with the show. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks. James Parker, our co-host, is back from vacation. He looks very rested despite having to take what? How many kids you got? Twelve? Like 17 or something. But no, I, and I have what's cl- uh, the closest, what we call an Irish tan. It's where you sunburn like four days in a row, so you just have a layer of dead skin on the top that sort of browns out. Pull your out. sleeve up. Oh no, no, no! Uh, I, look. Oh, you've got it all the way up to. Your I was, sh- I was swimming. I was swimming. Oh, okay. You, I didn't know if it was just your arm hanging out. Just the door, look at the under. You're from Tyler, Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at the underside of my arm. Still as white as a sheet of typing paper. So the printer paper versus the top of my forearm. That's the difference we got going. Oh, that's the. Uh, Brought that to Stacy's attention a little while back. She went on a cruise with the triplets for graduation and a whole bunch of friends and all. She had this all tan, and then she flipped her arms over. Yeah, it's blinding up. (laughs) Is that the atomic beam lantern? Is that what that is? Hey, news here. Sears. Doing great, aren't they? Oh. Taking off like a rocket. Yeah, if you consider closing stores a positive thing. They've announced another 43 locations. The the company framed the um, move as a strategic decision, one that will aid in its hoped-for return to profitability. Let's see. They've already announced 265 closings this fiscal year. This will leave the company with 1,140 stores, barely more than half the number of stores it operated in 2012. 
That still sounds like too many. Yeah. In this latest round of shutterings, 35 Kmart stores and eight Sears stores will close. More closings are coming, the CEO Eddie Lampert said. Basically, disasters first quarter results, sales down 12.4% at Sears, 11.2 at Kmart. Uh, Sears has lost about $10 billion in the last six years. You know, they're just bleeding money. They sell off uh, Craftsman tools, and that's just spent to keep it going. Does it, you know, does it really help? I'll, I'll tell you this. When I was in there, they don't have enough cashiers to sell. You got people from the clothing side coming over on the tool side pay for stuff. So I'm having to wait in line. I'm like, why aren't they paying for it where they picked it out at in that area. And I've always thought for years that um, going to Kmart is a last resort. Lines, can't find some service. It looks, it just looks, have you been in there lately at Kmart? I have. Not, don't not it look, don't it look like it's still in the seventies? Oh, absolutely. Dated? It, it like lo- nothing has changed it looks exactly like it did in 1986 in my little dinky hometown. The only thing that's missing is they stopped doing the spin in blue light. Remember the blue light specials? And it was really a blue light. So there are some of your problems right there. And, you know, bankruptcy is probably still not very far off. In recent years, Sears has moved to protect its cash pile while spending off its best properties into real estate investment trust. Well... You know, Eddie's picking up all the sweet stuff as well. But we're going to keep following that. And then Tesla is no longer the biggest U.S. car company by market cap as the stock plunges. It almost went into bear territory. Probably will this week, right? You think that'll continue? Yeah, I think it's going to continue. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in in a few minutes. (laughs) Instacart for the win. You, I think, uh, Volvo didn't help them coming out and saying in 2019 they're switching everything to hybrids that's a big move big car company big following and a sign of others to come to compete what's next you're gonna have somebody come out and say yeah we're committing to a f- this you know and let's just pick out a car and, and this has no accuracy but it'd be like ford coming out and saying the focus will be all electric starting in 2019 and then they said you know we're gonna do a small truck and it's gonna be all electric what does that do to tesla it's gonna hurt they're not the only guys out there and it's coming and in these major car manufacturers you think they're just setting by and letting tesla just totally develop that no and another problem is they didn't the model s did not qualify for the top safety award so you know it kind of said the safest cars ever well they can't quite claim that 
you know, the problem with the electric car is it's so light because you know, they have to make that juice last as long as possible. So it's it's a fragile little machine. I don't know why they thought they would expect uh, the greatest safety rating because they, they can't have a gigantic steel frame and this new aluminum alloy wrapped all the way around it with military-grade strength. And, got- and to make this – the other part – yeah, you're totally right on on – performance is unheard of in those cars but is is this built to last where do you get it serviced he doesn't make money on any cars but he's almost in a situation and this is um where he's got to go through dealers and got to give them a piece of the deal to to get sales going you know how many people go oh that's a nice picture on the internet. Let me go online and pay 35000 for one and get it dropped here. But it, it, still, the, the business model is appealing to the existing car manufacturers like Volvo because the regulatory regime to go electric or even hybrid, a lot less hurdles, a lot cheaper, a lot less competition. It sort of fast-tracks you. It saves you from cafe standards. It saves you Absolutely. from emission standards. It saves you yeah, from having to, to manipulate your fleet in order to accommodate what some politician thought would be a good idea 20 years they ago are, and they are moving towards that because you know when they look at their whole fleet of what they sell those cafe standards flow into that so they don't have to get every vehicle getting 40 mi- miles per gallon they can have a few lines of what they built getting 70 miles a gallon and that really changes the landscape tax breaks yeah Subsidized batteries. Well, I don't know. Can, as a country, can we keep a, afford to keep helping car manufacturers build and sell cars? If if the a majority of people in this country believe it's either that or the earth heats up so much we all die, then there's going to be support for battery subsidies. That's, that's that's the ridiculous part about it. Now, look, they didn't make this list over here. Is, shouldn't Tesla be on this list of... Uh, it came really close. Almost to, to bear, what we huh? were talking about um, on the break is uh, 40 S&P 500 stocks have slop, slopped, not slumped, 20% or more this year. You know, we've got Under Armour, Coles, Halliburton, Granger. Ralph Lauren, Murphy Oil, TripAdvisor. That's something, huh? That's, that's just brutal competition, though. Oh, it really is. Foot Locker, Hewlett Packard, AutoZone, O'Reilly had it happen this week. Macy's, Advanced Auto Parts, Baker Hughes, Transocean, you know, a lot of oil related stuff still. Noble Energy, Bed Bath and Beyond. 27% down. Who's who's kind of the worst here? We've got uh, Kimco Realty down 29%. O'Reilly's down 37% this year. Advanced Auto, 39%. Man, that is some deep discounts. All right. I, I'm noticing two major trends over here in that list. Uh, number one is companies that are, a, that are being disrupted by online retail. So that would count for the O'Reilly's, and that would count for Under Armour, and that would count for most of the, the other retail-ish stores. And then the other one is uh, energy sector. That could be affecting auto parts. Oh, absolutely. A great deal. Order. Sure. Because, look, I'm, I'm kind of a car guy on the side kind what of. little spare time I have. But I always see those commercials, um, national, 
National Auto Part or NPD mm-hmm. something. I know what you're talking Parts about. Depot. The cute little cartoon. And yeah, and there's a bunch of them. They got the little catchy tunes, and it makes you think, well, hey, if I'm needing some parts and I don't need it today or tomorrow, check out the deal, get a discount. When you've got these big companies, they should be owning that and promoting that. Here's something that brick and mortar doesn't get is where they have the outlets. And one of the things that's really important is outlets and having them everywhere where you could transition to online and then boom, this closest store that has that part gets it shipped out and gets it shipped quickly or especially in the same town. You can pick it up right here, but they still promote their brick and mortar where they probably should split the marketing budget and market both and really market that online and get people to the website for their parts. I'm not too worried about that, though. For every dollar that's lost to the traditional retail sector, it's being picked up by another company that's probably an American company, and they're they're winning off that. So it's not like that yeah. market's falling apart. It's just transitioning yeah. to online. Transitioning, exactly. All right, we'll continue this discussion. If you want to chime in, 504-260-0995. I'm James Parker. It's Winning It Live with Gregory Ricks on iHeartRadio. Rick's Report with Gregory Ricks. And here's one of the simple explanations to consider doing a subchapter S. Okay, they're in a situation where it's all being passed to them. Then it's going on the Schedule C and you're paying the Social Security tax. And and let's say you're ending up with 80000 in income. Well, do a subchapter S entity, pay yourself a salary. You're being taxed on 50 if that reasonably pays your bills and supports your standard of living. And the other 30 is a K-1 distribution that passes along to you. And all you're doing is paying the income tax on that. You're not paying the payroll and Social Security taxes and such. That's one of the core considerations of doing a subchapter F. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Find me at GregoryRicks.com, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you, A, get Spiritual. Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B. Find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C. Show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. If you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. Folks talk about fixed indexed annuities. Great financial tool in the right place, but they do have a surrender period. What does it cost me to get in? What does it cost me to get out? And when can I act? Gregory Ricks and Associates, the 401k and retirement authority. 504-832-9200, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app or GregoryRicks.com. If you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. Yeah, we talk about stocks and all these different choices and where we think a bottom might be. And you just you have to be careful with all of your decisions and seek professional licensed help in doing this. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. 
The contents of this show are meant for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not meant to take place of your attorney, accountant, tax professional, personal trainer, football coach, interior decorator, or those fortune tellers at Jackson Square. Please consult a financial advisor before making all investment decisions. Gregory Ricks and Associates is a registered investment advisory firm. If you'd like a copy of Form ADV, our full disclosures, call the office 504-832-9200 or go to GregoryRicks.com. If you got a anywhere else winning at life with gregory ricks on news talk 99.5 wrno welcome back winning at life weekly wrap we do this every saturday from 10 to 1 it is live financial talk radio i'm your host gregory ricks along with james parker if you'd like to interact with the show give us a call 504-260-0995. Ladies, Women Winning at Life event, July 13th. That's next Thursday, 6 o'clock. This Thursday. Yeah. This, they just sound more Not immediate. next, but yeah, it's this Thursday. Going to fill up. RSVP, call the office, 504-832-9200 or go to gregoryricks.com. In 10 years, is there such thing as a new Tesla vehicle that rolls off the lot? I'm not asking if the company is going to exist because they have some intellectual property that will probably sustain them in some form. But is this whole car experiment going to have to be phased out? This company turns out to be doing a lot of stuff in the solar and battery arena and a lot of technology. And they've acquired some companies. Uh, they are doing the driverless thing with cars too driverless cars so it could very well be that they may have niche production that they figure out how to make money i just don't know how you do it without volume i i just okay you say well ferrari does it porsche does it well Here's how they do it. Uh, Lamborghini does it. Why? They charge four or five hundred thousand a copy for a car, and they—I'm pretty sure they have some pretty good margins. It doesn't cost them that much to make it. No, it doesn't <laughs> cost them that much to make it. So that's where we get into what's the real, what should be the real price of Tesla cars? Much higher than what he's trying to sell them at. So how do you ramp up to start building? half a million teslas a year that he, he needs to get into that arena and charge more and use a dealer network uh, but they have to get them cheaper that's one of the the drawbacks of buying a, t- a tesla one of the reasons i would never buy a tesla is just you don't get enough car for your money i've got so much better options at that price point sure is a popular stock though and now that's it's probably going to change. And they uh, they sure are susceptible to, if the political will to keep all these subsidies flowing dries up, Tesla dries up. But uh, some tells me that the advancements they've made, it's going to be used by other companies. And if they want to hold on to that instead of sell it off, 
they'll probably be able to exist for a long time. I just don't see how you you do it better than Ford does it. You know, Elon Musk, you're a smart guy, and you've hired some other smart engineers, but this is all Ford does all day, every day for a hundred years. You can't easily discount that. What if GM figures out the electric car? Well, you know, what if the Volvo thing takes off, or what if it's just death by a thousand paper cuts? You have twenty different car companies that start putting out electric and chewing up just pieces and pieces of that market share, and Tesla doesn't have the gas version of their cars to sort of balance things out and give them some revenue if things are going rough in the electric gasoline is at 12 year lows and you're trying to push an all electric car volvo might be right on where the trend will go for the next several decades ford is building uh what is it their focus or something over in china now why they're expecting gas prices stay low for a long time, not a couple of years. They're expecting this to stay low. Uh, Cutter just kind of flipped off all of its buds in the cartel, saying we're pumping away. Well, they're not on the same page. I think what Cutter likes terrorists and stuff like that too. I, I'm not sure what's going on there, but they're not on the same page. And Cutter just said we're we're producing whatever we want to. And that's what we're doing here in the U.S. We're part of No Deal. Uh, Where's my rig numbers? We had the count go up. Again. Again, nationally and here in Louisiana. Would you print out the whole website? Uh, I I print, no. I I didn't do it personally, but I have a deal with the local newspapers. I prefer the advocate because they they were printed out for me every day. So John George has printed that out for you. Yeah, what a nice he, guy. He 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 is great to do business with. Cool. And then uh, Times Picking are kind of finicky. Uh, we'll see if we can get it to you a few times a week, and that's all they ever. It's a nice gesture. Do nice gesture. So number of rig rigs exploring for oil and natural gas in the U.S. rose by twelve this week to nine hundred and fifty-two. With that number. Of Louisiana rigs going up by two. A year ago, there were 440 rigs that were active. Houston Oil Field Services Company Baker Hughes said Friday that 763 rigs sought oil and 189 explored for natural gas this week. And I think it closed around 44 and change yesterday, oil. So it did move up to 46. We have seen a recent low around 42. But uh, they didn't say, oh, it's gone down to 42. we we got to pull some rigs back. They're still sending them out. It's, it, there's, it's all, and I told you this a year ago. I told you this a year and a half ago, two years ago, that this is kind of a reset. They're all going to figure out how to make money in a lower oil price world they have to because it's not going anywhere it's just nobody wants to hold back they want to produce and you better be making money in the 40 dollar range and something else that uh popped up this week that i hadn't thought of in a while is uh we had mentioned this on the show about two and a half years ago when there was some sort of budget deal and the Republicans and Democrats made a compromise, which was pretty interesting. The Republican says, okay, we'll keep funding the tax credits for this, these solar projects, solar power plants, windmills, all this green energy stuff. In return, to get the Democrats to vote for you know the, the big nasty omnibus deal, Democrats agreed to 
phase out the export ban on our oil that had been in place since the 70s with the first embargo. And then there was like the knee-jerk reaction saying whatever oil is produced here cannot be shipped overseas. Well, it's taken a couple of years. That when they did that, almost immediately later, we saw the drop in price. I feel it's totally unrelated. Probably is unrelated. But because the price has dropped so much and because we keep picking up market share, we're now exporting oil. And uh, it really ramped up in the last year. In fact, um, one of the holdbacks when they passed the rule, I guess it was three years ago till now, is, Gregory, we didn't have any process by which we could export oil. There were, there, there were pipelines you know, that would run to the coast, um, but not really enough of the terminals where they could load it onto ships. They could take it off of oil tankers. We've been building those since the 70s, but we hadn't built since the 70s. We hadn't built the mechanism by which you put it on a, one of these gigantic international oil tankers to be sent overseas. Took them about a year or two to really build those up, and since they've come online, we're now exporting something to the tune of 300,000 barrels a day. Now, we're still importing more than that, but because of the shell revolution that we've had in the technology produces such a lighter crude, some of these other countries need that to produce their oil. I don't know. Am I saying this right? Like in Venezuela, their, their oil is real heavy. It's just this gooey sludge. The Canadian tar sands is big, gooey sludge. Some, for some reason in the refining process, you have to mix it, or it works better if you blend it with the lighter crude to, to go through the process. And so they still have to import oil from us to make their oil useful. Or if it's going to be shipped somewhere else to get refined, that has to, there has to be some light, sweet crude in the mix as well. And that used to be really one of Saudi Arabia's big advantages is we produce light, sweet crude. They produce light, sweet, uh, sweet crude. But ours has to stay in our borders, and we weren't competing against them for some of those other refinery issues. And now we are. So that's just another boon for us and another thorn in the side of the OPEC and some of these other guys. We are now exporting big time, and it just took a few years to build the facilities. And uh, I think they're building more now, and that just that's going to make us more appealing. We're going to gobble up more market share. So... Uh, as far as the price going down and causing a lot of people to lose their jobs and, and pumping it out of the ground and find it and whatnot, some of those guys are regaining their jobs in the same industry because there's now a whole new process that was opened up about three years ago. So in the paper where Mitch Landrew signed off on um, being more environmentally friendly, is that the right way to put it? Green. There. Yeah. We're, we're, the city's becoming more green. Let's see. How long has he been in office? Seven years? You're just now getting around to that? Yeah, just getting around to that. Well, the, the streets are flowing with blood. You know we need? Some solar panels. That's right. Uh, Tourists uh, are getting knocked in the back uh, of the head and robbed. You know what we need? How, how how about a more efficient air conditioner in your window? How about that? I, I just... It just smells like he's positioning for some other run of office somewhere else he may get it he's a pretty good little politician there all right uh questions give us a ring 504-260-0995 i'm james parker it's winning it live with gregory ricks on iHeartRadio. radio 
How often do you worry about money? James Parker here. You know, you don't have to worry about what's going to happen with your 401k when the stock market takes a dive again. You don't have to worry about running out of money when you retire. You can get your financial life in order, but it's a lot easier if you get some help. Find out if you're a good fit for Gregory Ricks and Associates. Come to our next live event to reserve your seat. Go to GregoryRicks.com, download the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. If you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. How about your traditional IRA and 401k? If your earnings are in the higher tax brackets, you can benefit from contributing to a traditional IRA or 401k. This reduces your income and eliminates capital gains as a result of trading inside the account. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. The National Council on Aging is the nation's leader of helping people 60 years and older meet the challenges of aging. They partner with nonprofit organizations, government, and businesses to provide services such as utility bill assistance, wellness and nutrition options, and many other everyday tasks that get more difficult with age. For more information on the National Council on Aging, call or visit your local branch. The Jefferson Council on Aging, 6620 Riverside Drive, Suite 216, Metairie, Louisiana, 504-888-5880. Gregory Ricks and Associates brings you the Total Wealth Authority, the team to handle all aspects of your money. Meet our CPA, Jude Heath. For taxpayers that get these phone calls, it's very scary. Give us a call. We'll call them back on your behalf, and usually those calls then go away. The Total Wealth Authority. Summon us with the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, gregoryricks.com, or 504-832-9200. The Ricks Report with Gregory Ricks. We're a very busy firm. It's kind of like going to a restaurant. What do you want to be, the only one dining in there for lunch? 20 tables and you and a couple other people are in there? Nah, I don't want to do that. I'd kind of like, I want it to be busy because I know the food's good and I'm getting high quality. And that's one thing about our firm is, you know, we're busy. We have appointments all day long, every day, multiple advisors. If you want more information about our services and fees, we have form ADV, and you can go to GregoryRicks.com. Bottom of every page, there is a link for that. Or call the office, 504-832-9200. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Find me at GregoryRicks.com, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. Favorite show, Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Happy Saturday. That's right. It must be Saturday. You're listening to Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks, the three hour edition. Now, the weather doesn't look too happy. Kind of gloomy, actually. Doesn't feel gloomy in here, though, because we're talking about money, and I like money. You like money? Let's get some more of it then. Love me some money. That's how we um, track All right, coming up how in, well we do. In uh, the next hour, after 11 o'clock, we're going to have Wes Blanchard in studio. He is the estate planning attorney of the Total Wealth Authority of Gregory Ricks and Associates, the team that Gregory's assembled 
put together to handle all aspects of your financial well-being. He'll be at our next live event, the Women Only Winning at Life event, the Gregory Ricks Live, this Thursday, 6.30 p.m., Ruth's Chris in Metairie, RSVP on the website, GregoryRicks.com. Download the app. You can RSVP there. I'll check this out. Hadn't heard from him in a minute. You want to do Lewis? To the phones we go. If you want to be after Lewis, 504-260-0995. Hello, Lewis and Marrero. Hey, James. Hey, hey, Rick. How's it going, Lewis? Let me introduce you to Lewis and Marrero. He is our adjunct reporter in all things virtual currency. What's the latest? There you go, man. Well, I, I wanted to ask you, uh, you guys, do you guys have any questions for me? What is this the Lewis show? Is that I thought that started at one. <laughs> no, look, hey, Bitcoin is trading above twenty five hundred dollars. Look, um, it's just a it's 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 phenomena. It's it's just a, an incredible digital currency that's taking the the world by storm. Was it incredible if to, for the people who bought it at three thousand dollars and now they've lost a big chunk? Was that incredible as well? No, it's not so incredible for for that, but uh, but you know that any investment, and any any investment. Oh, Lewis, your phone's breaking up. We well, we lost Lewis, yeah, I guess but we lost him. Uh, it's an incredible currency. It's not a currency. Nobody treats it as a currency they treat it as an investment uh what you want is the currency that okay it's fine we like the dollar moving up because it truly is a currency that's traded globally and if it moves up in value against other currencies like we want to go to europe it's kind of like bargain for the past couple years and but also if it goes down and we've seen it make drops as well which would make my toaster cost more tomorrow as well so it may you know looking like right now if you had bought it back or bought some bitcoins uh what would that have i'm trying to see what's this price here june 8th it was at 2800 even so now it's at 2531 well go back to uh just go back to a few months ago. What was its price? Market cap price four hundred eighteen bucks. And looks like February of twenty sixteen. No, it's April of twenty sixteen. So just you a little over back a year to, ago. Go to January thirtieth of this year is priced at nine twenty one. So it's turning out to be heck of an investment for you if you want to take that kind of risk i i just don't know what the basis for it is what keeps pushing it up and where is that collapse going to be yeah and it's so weird because if another currency pops up and it has the same virtual properties but solves some of the issues then bitcoin will be worthless because all the money should flow to that uh see also ethereum but it is i'm just like it's it's an awesome currency i i don't like describing it as that because it's not i can't use it anywhere i'd I'd rather use venmo and pesa or something else that if you need 20 bucks or you're, you owe me 20 bucks we can exchange money real quick and then i don't have to say uh 
and you might not want to give me Bitcoin. So I'm I'm not paying you in Bitcoin. I'm holding mine because it's going up. And and I also might want to say, no, nah, I don't want it in Bitcoin because that thing could drop by forty percent next week. I I kind of want my twenty dollars to be twenty dollars is where I'm getting from. I kind of feel the same way about that that I do about Tesla and the fact that it may not even be around in 10 years, but its main contribution is the blockchain technology that spawned it because now we're seeing that being copied elsewhere and they're starting and they're uh, experimentally testing it in absence of a DNS server sort of to replace that. And so no one will be able to own the Internet because ledgers will all be clouded out. And that's how you'll copy them. No, no one can manipulate the code or no one can manipulate it because it will constantly be testing itself against the other versions that are saved elsewhere. Does that make any sense? That uh, makes sense okay. and the way it should be. Fun so, stuff. And it will be covering it in the future as it changes. It's just not our daily thing to discuss. I'm not going to give it that much relevance all right now when i was um hanging out in the swimming pool with my grandparents and their grandkids which happened to be my kids uh the iheart radio app just so happens yeah it was a weird coincidence the um the iheart radio app it makes it all the way out to the pool at granny's house and you kept talking about well i got some uh annuities discussions that you've got to hear and then you didn't get to it on thursday and i'm like all right well i'm driving home on friday i at least i'll catch it in the car we'll feed these kids full of fast food and watch them go to sleep in 30 minutes so I can listen to my, my show in peace here. And you didn't get to it yesterday either. What is this? What is, what is the annuity? Uh, yeah, I guess I keep hyping it. And uh, last Saturday's show, we covered 10 points regarding annuities. We're going to cover the next 10 on today's show in hour three. So we will cover 10 more of those. I was just expecting to be able to review the 10 during the weeknight show and, you know, Gosh, I'm trying to fit in a dozen callers, two hours worth of material inside of what is our airtime, about 45 minutes or something like that, actual airtime. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a lot to do. But we're going to take care of our callers. They call in. They have questions, and, you know, they just are absolutely great. And maybe I could have covered some last night, but I also kind of got on a – kick from this top 10 burger list i saw in the paper times picayune and 3200 people uh contributed it and I, I, it just didn't make sense you got some strong opinions about burgers too and <laughs> yeah i do and barbecue and l- other me, food let me add into the story you were telling yesterday how you were bragging how you make an awesome burger and you do make an awesome burger but angie doesn't know the secret behind gregory's awesome burger and i do What's that? you know what he does that makes his burgers better than mine. When he goes to the store, he doesn't get the cheapest meat on the rack. He goes and gets the good stuff. I'm over here buying, you know, I have some of it's like 90 lean and 10% fat, and then it gets down to like 80, 20, and 70, 30. I found some that's 50, 50, and that's what I use. It's like 28 cents a pound. You have a huge fire going out of your grill if you cook that. It does. It does. Because fat is flammable. Yeah. Geronimo comes over the hill. You need anything, Parker? I was like, no, I was just making burgers. <laughs> hey, real quick, the uh, the story of Tyler Smith, the Biloxi man, who uh, we need to we need to meet and give him a high five because we're going to be hanging out there pretty soon. Um, he met his wife at a poker table. She was the dealer, and he started um, 
when he was about 20 years old playing poker with his friends. Well, since he's in the Biloxi area, he's like, you know, I'm pretty good at this. Let me try it in a professional setting. Turns out he's pretty good at it. Now, he met his wife, and I don't know if that was the impetus for him to continue playing poker, but he went out to a World Series of Poker event uh, this week in Las Vegas, came home with $244,000. I don't know all the, the poker ins and outs, though. What is Omaha? What is what, what game is that? It's a pot limit Omaha event. Yeah, it's not Texas Hold'em. No, apparently in Nebraska they have their so own rules. It's another style of poker game i can't tell you much about it i've never played omaha well this kid must be some sort of hoss kid he's 30 years old but this guy must be some sort of hoss because 3100 professional poker players entered in this tournament this dude walked away with the pot so he gets all that money and a pretty fancy little bracelet to go with it but um he's thinking his poker playing days are just about done he's been a professional for almost 10 years and you're past your prime you know tom brady's not going to win super bowls forever you know, Peyton Manning eventually had to retire. And uh, I, I didn't know this. Poker is a young man's game. But what's he doing with his winnings? He's investing in real estate. Advice for Tyler Smith. You want him to pick up rentals or you want him to do flips? You want him to do investments or you want him to own property and get into the property manage- management business? Here's where I think it ultimately is, and you can't always say every buy is going to be a rental, and you can't say every buy is going to be a flip. I think what you should do is go out there and look for value, buy at discounts. The money's made at the buy. If I, I would want to buy rentals at discounts, I, and I have to buy flips at discounts, and then I decide, is this area, is this the type of house i want for a rental to build future revenue another source of income and if it's not going to be a rental then you're flipping it and selling it and staying on the hunt and this isn't like you're going to find a bunch of deals every week or every month and uh, the great warren buffett quote about poker if you've been playing at the table for 30 minutes and you don't know who the patsy is you're the patsy who said this warren buffett I don't think it was him, but I'll give you who said it when we come back. Wes Blanchard's coming up next. Questions, 504-260-0995. I'm James Parker. It's Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks on iHeartRadio. Thank you for tuning in to Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. If you need to contact the office, find our next live event, listen to the show live or on demand, remember the Gregory Ricks and Associates app. Live from the Gregory Ricks and Associates Wealth Management Studios, this is News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Welcome. You're listening to Winning at Life. This is the weekly wrap. We do this every Saturday from 10 to 1 o'clock. Weeknights is the daily wrap from 7 to 8. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, along with James Parker. This hour, we have Wes Blanchard of W.J. Blanchard Law, a state planning attorney. 
I'm your co-host, James Parker. Look, coming up in the final hour of the show here, Gregory's going to give us more things we need to know about annuities. And I'm going to spell out the good news about how millennials are doing better with their 401ks than those silly Gen Xers or boomers out there. You know, we give them a lot of grief, but they're doing some stuff right. Wes Blanchard, welcome to the studio. If you got a question, he's our estate planning attorney, 504-260-0995. You can also reach out to us via the Gregory Ricks and Associates app. Send us a, a text message that way. But you should go ahead and get that app on your phone. It's free. Just go to your app store, download immediately. Welcome back to the show, Wes Blanchard. Thanks, guys. Now, Wes is going to be in attendance at our next live event. It's coming up this Thursday, 6.30 p.m., Ruth's Chris in Metairie is a women-only event, and this event is all about you meeting us and us meeting you. And if you're interested in coming on board or you've been listening to your show and you're like, man, that little financial supercomputer needs to take a look at my money, this is how it gets started. Uh, Wes Blanchard, you, you, got your, um, you got your bells on. You ready for the event? Absolutely. Been looking forward to it. Right on. Uh, hey, can I update something uh-oh. before we get away from Oh, you're going to correct the, the quote now? Well, I'm, I'm not going to say that, but who I relate that comment from. Uh, if you hadn't figured out who the patsy is at the card game table, then it's probably you goes back. I credit that myself to Doyle Bronson, which won the World Series of Poker Championship in 1977 and 78. Guess what the winnings were? Uh, $10,000. 340000 in 77, 210000 in 78. Another interesting, just kind of scrolling through here, Stu Unger won it in 80 and 81, and the winnings were almost 400000 And let's see, I'm scrolling down, and Stu Unger won it again in 97, three-time World Series of Poker Kind of a champion. gap there, though. That last time he won it, the paycheck was $1 million there you go. in 97. And we go to the payout in 2016. Kwai Win won $8 million against 6,700 entrants. Let's see. I'll go back to Stu in 97. He beat out. 311 other people. Oh, that's much easier. No wonder the pot's smaller. <laughs> Are you much of a poker player, Wes Blanchard? Uh, look, I enjoy playing, but I'll be frank, I'm I'm really just not that good at it. You know, I've never been really successful. Uh, I'll have a couple of nights where I do well, and then other nights where I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing. So I kind of try to stay away from it unless we're having a couple drinks and we're just betting, you know, quarters and, and nickels and stuff like that yeah i've done the quarters and nickels I, I i did it with my dad's friends and the same thing happened with them that happened with my friends when i went through the phase in high school and college is everyone finds out that i'm bluffing every time <laughs> you, you have to tell somewhere that you don't you don't realize yet no i don't have a tell i'm just all i'm just full of it well actually yeah. it's just when, when when he's got a good bluff going right knee starts bouncing that's it yeah I wish I had a tail. No, it's I, I just don't get good hands. I like I have bad luck in hands, but I don't want to fold. I want to keep playing. Well, or is that because you're trying to play every hand? Yes. Well, that's the whole point is you can't. I don't want to bow out. I didn't come to poker. I didn't come to the poker table to not play poker. I came here to gamble. Yeah. 
And so I just, oh, man, and it kills them because they'll have, like, a full house or a three of a kind, and I've gotten trash. And they fold in front of me, and I win the pot with trash. And it makes everyone at the table furious if I do, like, three or four times if I win, well, and now, I don't even have a pair. Now we know if we get into a home game with James, we're calling him mm-hmm. <laughs> on every He's foot. full of it rather <laughs> naturally, huh? Yeah, but, you, but you've got to watch it because it might be that one hand the entire night where I actually have something worthwhile, and that's what the people get caught on. And that makes them even more furious. Uh, real quick, before we um, get too hot and heavy in our first topic, let's do the phones. Chris and Metter, you're first up on Winning It Live with Gregory Ricks. we got our estate planning attorney, uh, Wes Blanchard, in studio. How can we help you? Yeah, it was just a comment I wanted to make on your – you're talking about oil prices and what was that doing in the marketing crude. <laughs> it was just my opinion as I looked at it. And, you know, I don't think it's going to certainly be where it was several years ago. And I think as speculators move out of it in the upper 40s, you know, and dump it, it's going to be back into the lower 40s. You know, if you look at the um, all the employee uh, uh, sectors of the, especially in Louisiana, from log to with uh, wind group, you know, they're all fit off to be with supplying employees to the industry than they were two years ago. So the industry still hasn't come alive and started putting staffing people like the comparison of the service companies like Hornbeck that, you know, is in the dollar something now and, uh, you know, or maybe, maybe above two just because they got a loan. They went through all their reserves. Now they got a capital loan. And that increased their stock price just on capital, even though they're not making any money. And they'll go through that to hold them off on a rainy day, you know, compared to maybe uh, McDermott, who's still making money. And, you know, but the whole sector, you know, it's, it's going to continue to be in there. And until, until these – it just costs the U.S. so much to produce oil just to get to it, you know, where in the – in Saudi Arabia or those countries in the sand, they can produce that oil in the barrel for about $3. So let them, they're still making a lot of money. The U.S. offshore, they can't sustain those kind of prices and make money unless they figure out how to do it cheaper. Chris. And, you know, I just, you know, that's going to continue on that basis. You know, and then you've got reserves that are just still. Chris. Go ahead, Gregory. What's your background? You well, know, I'm in the real estate business. Okay. That's helpful. Well, oil is kind of real estate. you, you got to punch hole in in the ground. No, but, I, but, I, but I stay in the stock market with good companies, and you look at a company, say, in this section, when it happens to do with wars, you know, the, the world is not going to get prettier. So when you look at a company like L3, you know, just going to keep going up you know you could you might as well just keep buying okay hey thanks for the insight we think once again oil is going to be cheap for a long time that's basically what chris alluded to as far as companies i think really i'll summarize what he was saying the reset has not ended companies are in trouble a lot of reason rigs are going out why cash flow they got to have cash flow. They just can't sit there and not bring in revenue or anything out there. So still, long ways to go, and 
Yeah, I think Saudi can probably do it cheaper than us in some areas, but not on everything. We still got a little consolidation to go in that whole sector, though, huh? Yeah, long ways to go, and it's going to be cheap for a long time. Wes Blanchard, how'd you do it? If you would, if this rain would have started, what ten minutes earlier, I would have had to uh, gone out and let you in in the rain. Look at this monsoon that just happened. That was beautiful. There wasn't there wasn't a drop coming out the sky when I let you in the door. Yeah, I got I did get a little wet from the front door to the truck, so it was raining at at my house um, when I pulled out of here. But I, I managed to beat it over here. It looks like by about ten minutes, and yeah, it's really coming down now. All right, how was your holiday, real quick before before we do fun stuff? It was great. I actually, went out to um, to the beach with uh, family and friends, and um, we spent the uh, the Fourth of July weekend out there, out in um, Rosemary Beach area, out in Florida. Really, really nice area if you guys hadn't been out there. Water's clear. Sand's beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it was really nice. We enjoyed it. All right, now let's get to the stuff here. Sure. I, I want to run this the statistic by you. Gregory and I mentioned this in the first hour because it has to do with the women's event, women-only event coming up this Thursday. The average, were you listening in the like, first segment of the first hour? You might have missed that. The average length that um, of widowhood. Wow. Okay. Now, now. Let, let me let me give you the primers here because this is where the numbers get skewed. On uh, at birth, women live longer than men. Even after the, they both reach age sixty-five, women still live longer than men. So there's a few years thrown in right there. Now, if you're married, guys have a tendency to marry younger. So you know, four or five years, you can tack that on. But it's going to be longer than that because you know there's some men that uh, they're not on their first marriage; they're on their second marriage, and they get a wife that's ten years younger, sometimes twenty years younger than they are. So then you start to add in and take find an average, not a median, but a mean. What do, what do you think the average length of widowhood is for the average lady who loses their husband? I feel like 12 years is probably where I would stop. Whoa. Well, you're an estate planning attorney. That's why you're so close. It's 14 years. That's a great guess. So how does estate planning change through that transition? Of course, uh, when the husband goes away, you have to reevaluate your estate planning, draft a whole new will, take a look at your trust and uh, whatever accounts you got going on. But but how is estate planning different after your best friend moves on before you? Sure. I mean, obviously, you know, that's that's usually your first selection as far as your main heir is going to be your spouse. Um, and so depending on uh, the situation you have with your children or grandchildren or great-grandchildren, um, those are the things that generally start to come to mind. But also on a, on a very um, more, I guess, economical side, you know, there may be a spin-down that starts to happen. If you can tell, look, there's going to be a 14-year gap between when dad passed away and when mom passes away, you can look at that and say, okay, can we spin down the assets adequately enough because you're outside of that five-year window for Medicaid to get her into that qualification bracket and everything work out that way? Now, when you have two spouses, it's a little more difficult because, hey, look, you're still sort of relying on one another, and we can't just spin money down the whole way. Uh, with just being one single individual, you can now rely on your, you know, your siblings or your uh, descendants a little more um, and, and hope that the kids can kind of kick in and then know that it'll pay off in the in the end. All right. Wes Blanchard, estate planning attorney of the Total Wealth Authority, in studio for the rest of the hour. So if you have a financial or estate planning question, same number, 504-260-0995, 504-260-0995. We're going to step aside for a couple of quick messages when we return. More on Winning It Live with Gregory Ricks with Wes Blanchard. I'm James Parker. You're listening to iHeartRadio. 
Hey, ladies, listen up. Nine out of ten women will be the sole decision maker when it comes to finance, much more than men. Winning at Life invites you to our Women and Wealth event, Thursday, July 13th, Roost Chris Steakhouse in Metairie. Come learn about finance, retirement, Social Security, health care, and more. Gregory Riggs and our Total Wealth Authority will be in attendance. Bring your questions. A Q&A session will be held at the end. Reserve your seat, 504-832-9200, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or GregoryRicks.com. If you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. If you're not at your old job, your 401k shouldn't be either. I don't want it to become forgotten money. My guidance would be is if you're going to take and roll that over and you're going to correlate it to risk, I think you should work with somebody loss adverse, meaning that they would rather get you to cash than writing down losses. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Gregory Ricks and Associates brings you the Total Wealth Authority, the team to handle all aspects of your money. Meet Stephanie from Dwell Nola Realty. The title companies, at least the ones that Tracy and I work really closely with and the lenders that we work closely with, they know their stuff. And that makes our lives a whole lot easier. The Total Wealth Authority. Summon us with the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, gregoryricks.com or 504-832-9200. The Ricks Report with Gregory Ricks. We see what's coming, and I always tell people, look, we're not going to be shocked one day and it's all gone. We're going to see it coming. We're going to have some insight of it. And look, trouble's coming. I'm going to start running ahead of the rest of you. Remember, and I'm very public. You're going to see what I think, hear what's going on, and if you see me running, don't ask. Just start running, too. And then we're going to be good because we're going to have a heads up on what's coming. This government's not perfect, but hey, where else would you want to be? You want to be over in Russia right now living there in that mess or Greece? You know, we're kind of handling it. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Find me at GregoryRicks.com, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. Hi, I'm Sydney Chafee, a ninth grade humanities teacher. I help teach my students skills they need to succeed. Every summer, though, students lose progress if they don't have access to enrichment opportunities and programs where they can read, write, collaborate, and keep their brains sharp over vacation. Every young person deserves access to well-funded summer programs with great resources. Help to keep kids learning safe and healthy this summer so they succeed in the school year ahead. Learn how at summerlearning.org because smarter summers equal brighter futures. Brought to you by the National Summer Learning Association and the Council of Chief State School Officers. Keep an eye on your money and update you daily. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Welcome back. Winning at Life. This is the Weekly Wrap. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks. You're listening to live Financial Talk Radio. We have Wes Blanchard of W.J. Blanchard Law in studio, member of the Total Wealth Authority, and he is an estate planning attorney. If you have a financial situation, not sure what to do, or will, trust, estate planning questions, you can interact with us here right now, 504 
210-260-0995. Wes Blanchard, let's talk about this estate tax. I despise the estate tax. I think it is wholly immoral. I think it is wrong. I think it is unethical. And I think it is only popular because the politics of envy are so popular and shamefully so this day and age. But it's been popular for a long time. Envy has always been around. The estate tax is nothing new. It goes back in history. I didn't know it went back this far, though. Yeah, and and so uh, what James is referencing here is um, I'm a big podcast listener. I listen to um, podcasts throughout the day, and like just, Winning at Life with Greg. Like like yeah. Winning at Life. This one came from a podcast called um, Stuff You Should Know. That's on um, I think iTunes. Uh, but nonetheless, this one it, it's about sort of the origins of of the estate tax, and basically it's it's a question that we get a lot when clients come in. That's usually their first question is, hey. Am I going to be subject to this estate tax? Am, am I going to have a chunk of my inheritance um, taken by the government? And, and nowadays, you know, we try to inform the public as much as we can. The short answer is most likely not. Um, it, you know, it's it's really it's I think it's two tenths of one percent uh, of the population is actually going to be subject to the federal estate tax because that threshold is so high. Two one hundredths. Two one hundredths of one percent. My goodness. So yeah, so that's that's kind of where we're at, um, and and it, you have to understand at this point that you know when when you're dwindling the population down that that much, uh, you're likely going to be exempt. Well, hang on now, that's that's one out of five thousand, and we're in a metropolitan area of about a million people, so that's still what twenty thousand folks, or is that two thousand folks? Two thousand, I think. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Someone's got someone get a calculator. Anyway, but yeah. you. you that that's there's this still applies to a lot of people, uh, some of who are, are listening to the show. Sure, and so so that's the the important point to keep in mind is look if you do fall into that category, estate planning is not uh, a luxury; it's a must at that point to take advantage of some of the um, the availabilities for for transfers and, and gifting and um, the uh, the other things that you can do to sort of manage that wealth so that you get yourself or your spouse after you pass away under that threshold of a state tax, um, federally at least. Louisiana did away with the state inheritance tax, um, I want to say, quite a while ago, 2004, somewhere around there. Good. Um, so nonetheless, you know, I, I think the big the big idea on the estate tax and what you should know is it really, it really became uh, a, a useful tool come wartime. So Civil War happened, you know, they, they, they put some sort of, they didn't call it an estate tax then, they, they was part of the uh, the Stamp Act, you know, that was when they were collecting everything that needed an official government uh, seal, look, you know, we're going we're gonna to take some money and, and build up our military here, and so they did all that, um, and, and then more or less again once World War I came around, but the funny part, funny part is, look, what they would do is they would institute this in wartime and then they would repeal it afterwards. So they kind of felt like, hey, we know this is not cool, but we're, we're going to take it back after we kind of accomplish our goal. And and then, you know, we'll, we'll all be back to, to normalization here. But um, eventually uh, it, it kind of stuck around. And so, um, matter of fact, it didn't just stick around. It, it, it exploded exponentially. And, and by the 70s, um, it was actually at the, the 70 percent level. So you're being taxed at the 70 percent estate tax level i think when um there's a there's a reference here i think when uh rockefeller died he was the first billionaire in american history i think it was in 37 
and his estate uh, lost 70 percent to the federal government. And and so by the time, you know, Reagan comes in and That's eventually. Disgusting. Yeah. I mean, to work that hard and build, you know, the first literal economic empire in American history and then have the government take 70 percent of it. It would. Yeah, it's it's. um That'll hurt. That'll hurt your family for sure. Because, I mean, a lot of times, look, guys like that, they don't come to power. They don't they don't become that successful without a lot of help from family and friends. So when you see that happen as a family member, as a as a close friend, it's pretty tough. Um, So those are the kind of things, you know, that the estate tax sort of was um, founded upon. And and then now it just sort of uh, has found its permanent place here. And so. you know, eventually it was memorialized into law, I think, during the Obama administration permanently. Well, when you say memorialized, what do you mean? They they put up a <laughs> monument, like in, in a traffic circle somewhere? No, no, that's just, uh, I guess, a different use of the lexicon. It, it was memorialized in legislation, I should say. Um, just to be clear, it was placed in, in congressional legislation uh, and made permanent. And so they set the mark at, at or around that $5 million range, and then it increases every year for inflation since. OK, um, but, you know, one of the one of the big things that, you, you know, you kind of brought up is, look, there's people on both sides of the fence of this thing. Do you feel good about it? Do you hate it? Um, I think most people probably hate it, regardless of whether it affects them or not. Um, but there's a lot of people who feel like its use is mainly designed to uh, prevent dynasties, family dynasties from accumulating too much wealth. What's wrong with that? Well, they feel like wealth equals power and power, concentration of power is not good for democracy. That's the philosophical argument. I happen to be on the same side you are. Yeah, I mean, look, that philosophical is fine, but I mean, you see what really happens with most people who inherit money gets flittered away in two generations anyway. There's, I mean, you can only be build up a dynasty if each generation continues to do the right thing. So it's actually rewarding good behavior, allowing money to be passed along and reinvested correctly. And I mean, and, and if the kids don't have a right to it, why does Paul Ryan have a right to it? Yeah. And okay. I think you hit on a very, um, a very poignant issue is that, you know, a lot of folks say, look, not only is, is it disincentivizing um, hard work from generation to generation, uh, but it also takes money out of the market that otherwise would be there. So, you know, it's obviously it's no surprise to anyone that there are market movers and market movers are generally very, very wealthy individuals. And so when you take so much of that out of their estate, their heirs lose that money and that money is never going to go back into the market because it goes into the government to be spent elsewhere. And so that's a that's sort of the no, 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 to be wisely invested elsewhere. (laughs) Correct. Right. Um, And that's that's kind of how. you know, a lot of people see it. And, and when you look at it also, it's it's only it's at, at best one percent of the government revenue annually. It's usually less. OK, but now you see uh, billionaires or millionaires doing these financial backflips to avoid this. That's what got Tom Benson in this whole trust debacle with the, the transition of the Saints and the Pelicans to his heirs. And that's. Mostly estate tax avoidance prompted yeah. a lot of this behavior. Absolutely. So they don't end up paying it a lot of times anyway, or they can skirt around a big chunk of it. They is try exactly. They just try to marginalize it is what they can do. I mean, a guy with that much wealth um, and, and guys like, uh, you know, Steinbrenner, which we'll talk about here um, probably in the next segment, guys like that, look, you can't avoid it shy of getting extremely lucky like Steinbrenner did. Um, but you can, you can take some steps to uh, minimize it. And so that's the kind of thing that, you know, everybody, everybody talks about the estate tax and, you know, it's been around for 
centuries. I think you noted it, it went back. Actually, the first reference uh, is all the way back to Egyptian times. They had not certainly not what we know as an estate tax, but a death tax of some sort where uh, there was references of, of folks trying to um, avoid it. It was mainly the heirs. Uh, so it was an inheritance tax as opposed to an estate tax. Well, yeah, and that makes that makes sense if you have some sort of monarchy or you're a mm-hmm. pharaoh. You don't want a big family to come up and challenge your power. Sure, it keeps it keeps the man uh, it keeps the people down a little yeah. bit, prevents them from rising up. Now I see that it's unethical. Yeah, but a, a lot of other people see that as ethical. You don't want too much power in one hands. Well, why not? That's as long it. as they're doing the right thing, why not? There was a big push for it um, when industrialization happened, you know, when, when people really started concentrating wealth. That's when a lot of, you know, there was a big populist movement that came up and said, look, we need to make sure that we don't wind up with, you know, some sort of tyranny happening here just amongst the wealthy and them calling all the shots. So that's kind of how it got its resurgence <laughs> and eventually um, it, it, you know, found its way into, into permanency. All right. Now, I know who's going to. Um, be worried about this if you drive down the the coast if you drive from past christiane to pascagoula what's on the other side of that highway from the beach big old million dollar beach houses massive homes and if that's your if that's your second home then i imagine you know if you've got an extra million dollars to throw around just you know to use summer as a verb you may be worried about this uh you're under the umbrella of the estate tax what what is there some like easy quick fix or some basic steps that most people take or should take yeah so you know it's obviously every situation's different so you don't want to give blanket advice um but you know you definitely need to go see an attorney who does trusts those are going to be your your main way of minimizing um your exposure at that point and and you know it may just be as simple as look spending down you know, in, in the last few years of your life, gifting strategies, and you can give away $14,000 a year uh, per person to any individual. So you can Plus do your that. spouse. Exactly. So you can do that kind of thing and, and get yourself oh, as close to the threshold or under it as possible. It's a lot of gifting here. I, I think we're going to have to lean more on trust, huh? Yeah, certainly. That's, that's going to be the most effective mechanism. But if you're at or near that line and you're not receiving substantial income, um, you know, from from that point going forward, you know, if you retired, for instance, um, then, you know, you may be in that that wheelhouse of just being able to sort of gift it away. All right. This is Wes Blanchard, a state planning attorney talking about uh, we're going to r- march right into how to use trust if you're concerned about being hit with the estate tax and how George Steinbrenner got really lucky, not when he died, but when he died. Does that make sense? If you have any comments, questions. 504-260-0995. I'm James Parker. This is Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks on iHeartRadio. The Ricks Report with Gregory Ricks. How can we create a financial tool that gives returns like bonds, also has an upside, and when interest rates go up, that gets melded into it as well. You do not have interest rate risk. You do not have credit risk. You don't have default risk. And all the money's in actual reserves, not being spent elsewhere. And that's using a fixed annuity. Then you come back and say, well, I'm not really liking that because I have to lock my money up. The way we structure it, that's a myth. You have surrender provisions, 
But whenever I build something, I always kind of look for what are my benefits and what are my exits. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Find me at GregoryRicks.com, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. You're looking to expand your family, aren't you? Might be a little extra hair around the house. Some vet bills, a little extra noise, but it's totally worth it. Do the right thing. Don't buy. Adopt. From Baton Rouge to New Orleans to Biloxi, Kismet Pet Adoptions will help you expand your family. KismetPetAdoptions.com. K-I-S-M-E-T PetAdoptions.com. you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. One thing you definitely should accelerate your payments. It makes a big difference by just making an extra two payments a year because that's one thing we're like to retire is that mortgage when they retire. Boom, you've added cushion. Gregory Ricks and Associates, the 401k and retirement authority. 504-832-9200, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app or GregoryRicks.com. If you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. How does divorce affect your Social Security payments? It's the traditional IRA. My mother died, and she named my brother and I as beneficiaries. Can I still contribute to a Roth IRA now that I'm retired? I was just wondering if we should pay our mortgage up. And I really enjoy y'all's program. It's very informative. You made some money for me today. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. The contents of this show are meant for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not meant to take place of your attorney, accountant, tax professional, personal trainer, football coach, interior decorator, or those fortune tellers at Jackson Square. Please consult a financial advisor before making all investment decisions. Gregory Ricks and Associates is a registered investment advisory firm. If you'd like a copy of Form ADV, our full disclosures, call the office 504-832-9200 or go to GregoryRicks.com. It's a little too loud on the highway. I want to pull back in your driveway. It's way too quiet at my place. Wanna come on over? Come on over. Music for your wallet's ears. Winning at life with Gregory Ricks on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Come back. This is Winning at Life. It's the weekly wrap. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks. This is live financial talk radio, and we're kind of doing some legal talk this hour. We have a state planning attorney, Wes Blanchard, in studio with us. If you have a financial situation or a state planning question, the number, you ready? We'll give it to you. 504 260 Nine nine five. Hey, Wes Blanchard. Uh, so we're talking about what can you do if you're going to be hit with the estate tax, or you think your wealth may be growing to the point that it could be hit with the estate tax. First off, what's the limit for this year? Five point four nine million per person, uh, which can be combined with your spouse. So you're just under eleven there. Is there some way, like uh, before you get to that level? That if you start acting now, it makes it a lot easier to 
be prepared and shift your money in a way that you don't get hit with the estate tax before you get to that five million plus level. Correct, and that's that's what I was getting at with the gifting strategies. And, and you know, you sit down and sort of realize, um, and you take a look at your family and, and what you're looking to provide for them, um, what areas of concern you'd like to shore up for them, um, and, and you see how many members of your family you're willing to do that for, combined with um, your prospect of continued income and growth and, and wealth. Uh, and, and then, you know, there's a strategy that's outlaid where you say, look, you know, here's what we're going to do per year. We'll keep an eye on how quickly or how substantially the wealth continues to grow and we'll adapt year by year. Um, but just taking advantage of that that gift uh, ability is, is something that you can easily do to keep yourself under that threshold as you start to approach it. Um, you know, so those are the things that you, you want to start keep because that's just the easiest thing to do. Other than that, yeah, you're probably looking at a trust, okay? And it's it, it's a little it's a little complex. There's a lot of legalese in there, and you know, but but that's going to be your best bet. There's going to be a decision made as to whether you know it, it should be a revocable or an irrevocable trust. Um, that's all going to depend on exactly what you're looking to do and how much wealth you've actually accumulated. Uh, but those are decisions that really should only be made after um, a pretty thorough meeting with an attorney. So what, a, uh, what does it start with there? Why, how do you know revocable, irrevocable? How do you know what to do? It's really based on the amount of wealth that you have. Um, if, if you have an irrevocable trust, uh, you're probably looking at uh, separating uh, a large sum of money um, so that you can still operate within the um, – the portability rules, which is the ability for you to leave your wife, you know, wh- whatever you haven't used on your estate exemption or vice versa. Um, so you're kind of using almost two trusts at once, likely, uh, if you're in that irrevocable setting. Um, but it all depends, really, again, just on how your how your finances are, are situated and how you're looking to distribute your inheritance to your heirs. One of the stories that we did in the 2012 election that caught our eye that had to do with the state planning is when the the candidates released their tax returns we got to see some of Mitt Romney's estate planning vicariously through his tax return and the fact that uh, the home that he was living in was actually in a trust that was controlled by his children and he was paying rent air quotes to the trust which is basically he's transferring even more assets to his kids but he used a market value which seemed brilliant because when he passes on, that house goes to the kids, bypassing the estate tax, and all the money that had been thrown in as "quote unquote" rent was just staying in the trust and accumulating. And since it's a pretty nice house, he's able to move it in at a pretty big clip. You know, you'd mentioned in the last segment you can gift you know everyone fourteen thousand a year. That's not that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about fourteen thousand a month if you do it like this. Brilliant stuff, but. What what that made me think of is if I've never heard of this, there must be twenty eight other awesome trust tricks that you can use like that that uh, just get used every day and it almost it's almost like what's the point of the estate tax if you can get around it so easily but well and and that's sort of what you we were getting at last segment is you know it's you don't completely bypass it what you do is likely in somebody like romney's situation you're minimizing it um but again you know 10 11 million dollars is a lot of money and then it's indexed for inflation i don't know how old mitt romney is but he looks like he's got a pretty good ticker He'll be there. He'll be around for a while, so he'll probably continue to um, gain wealth. But you know, the the cap's also going to go up. I mean, marrying the the heiress to the Heinz fortune doesn't doesn't make things any easier. 
No, that was John Kerry that did that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mitt Romney, um, his dad was the governor of Michigan, but they ended up, uh, I believe, being in the on the ground floor of Staples. Oh, okay. But he's worth $150 million now. He's yeah. got his fingers in sure. 28 other things, kind of like Trump does. Sure. $150 million uh, estate. You're not. You're going to get hit with some of that. To the phones we go. Am I saying this right? Is this Cause? <laughs> Cause and Kenner. You're next up on Winning It Live with Gregory Ricks, and we got Wes Blanchard in studio uh, with us. How can we help you? Uh, yes. I, I want to leave inheritance for my child, but I don't want her to get the whole sum at one time. I'm afraid of what they're going to do with it. So how can I make an arrangement that they would get something every month rather than a whole sum? Sure, Kaz, and that's that's a very basic um, use of a trust, uh, and that's exactly what you do. You're not going to be able to, to dictate, dictate those types of terms um, in a will. Uh, you can do that in a will, actually, but what it is is it's termed a constructive trust, which means simply that the court uh, looks at that and says, well, if I'm going to carry out these wishes— there's only one way to do that, and that's by setting up a trust. So in that case, it's probably best to just set up the trust early. Um, you can avoid the probate process altogether and still achieve your goal of sort of rationing out the inheritance month by month or bi-monthly or however you'd like to set it up. But then how would the trust work? Who, who handles the trust? So, Are there costs associated with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um the the trust will be handled by you while you're still living, uh, and then once you pass away, you can appoint someone who you uh, feel comfortable with following your direction. Now, the terms are all going to be set out very clearly in the trust document itself, but you want to appoint what's called a successor trustee. And so, you know, sometimes that's an attorney's firm, sometimes that's a bank, sometimes that's a loved one, sometimes it's it's one of the heirs themselves who you know is maybe not the person you're most worried about. Uh, so that's that's sort of your your basic scenario. Oh, I see. Okay. And are there firms in New Orleans area that handle that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we do those types of trusts all the time. I, I've probably written two or three of those in the last couple of weeks myself. So um, if you want to come by, we definitely would be able to help you out. Can you give me your phone number? Sure. Yeah. You can you can um, get in touch with me at uh, at Greg's office. It's eight three two nine two zero zero. Thank you very much. Hey, and let me ask you a question before you get off the air. Okay. Is any of this IRA money or qualified money? Yes. More than half? Yes. Okay. Here's something to keep in mind, and I appreciate you answering that because the listeners need to know this as well, that we cannot have an IRA owned by a trust. That's a major taxable event. So what you have to use is an IRA inheritance trust, which Wes is very versed at, at that as well. So what we're really, and it works good for pass-through income that goes to the heirs, but it does not create a taxable event. So you can't just go to anybody to get this done because a lot of folks that do work in this field do not understand that aspect as well. So, but yeah, give Wes a call. He'll get you handled. Thanks, cause. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. All right. Now, you also have in the notes here something that Gregory and I talked about on the show when it happened, and that was the amazing, uh, it's just an anomaly in the law where there was no estate tax for one year of our lifetime. Sure. 2010. Yep. And a very well-known, prominent uh, bit player on Seinfeld, and he also owned a baseball team, 
happened to pass away that year. George Steinbrenner, owner of the Yankees. Correct, and and that was a a massive deal. So that's 2010 again, and um, at that point in time, the estimated value of the Yankees was 1.1 billion dollars, um, and and so that is a huge huge break. In other words, if if his heirs would have taken that that inheritance in 2009 or 2011, yeah, like if he would have died seven months sooner or <laughs> five months later, that's it. Yeah, yeah there would have been uh, the, the Yankees would have been broken up. Yeah, and and that that all would stem from the estate tax bill, which would have been five hundred million to six hundred million dollars, depending on which year he died, whether it's oh nine or two thousand and eleven. So that absolutely happens all the time. That that happened to I believe the Washington Redskins, and I believe that happened to uh, the Miami Dolphins as well. Is when the heirs inherited the team, there was such a large tax bill, they literally had no other choice. Oh, they have to sell off their stake just to pay the bill? Yep. That's disgusting. Oh, so I can leave my kid in my truck, but if I have a football team, oh, no, that's why, because it's worth a lot. What, what sense does that make? Yep. All right, Wes Blanchard, we're going to continue with you in uh, three minutes. You got questions for us? 504-260-0995. I'm James Parker. This is Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks on iHeartRadio. do you worry about money? James Parker here. You know, you don't have to worry about what's going to happen with your 401k when the stock market takes a dive again. You don't have to worry about running out of money when you retire. You can get your financial life in order, but it's a lot easier if you get some help. Find out if you're a good fit for Gregory Ricks and Associates. Come to our next live event to reserve your seat. Go to GregoryRicks.com, download the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. If you you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. How does divorce affect your Social Security payments? It's a traditional IRA. My mother died and she named my brother and I as beneficiaries. Can I still contribute to a Roth IRA now that I'm retired? I was just wondering if we should pay our mortgage off. And I really enjoy y'all's program. It's very informative. You made some money for me today. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. What do I cherish? Precious moments. Watching Dad read to my little Eric. That's why I'm so grateful I insisted on an eye exam when I noticed him struggling with the words on the page. We found out Dad has age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. Fortunately, the doctor caught it in time for treatment, so Dad can still read. Protect yourself and your loved ones. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on preventing and managing AMD. A cure is in sight. Gregory Ricks and Associates brings you the Total Wealth Authority, the team to handle all aspects of your money. Meet our estate planning attorney, Wes Blanchard. You know, once you pass away, it's not something that you can get a mulligan on. Um, it, it has to be done ahead of time, and the results of it not being done ahead of time can be very, very drastic. The Total Wealth Authority. Summon us with the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, gregoryricks.com, or 504-832-9200. The Ricks Report with Gregory Ricks. Speaking with somebody the other day, I said, how's that car repair coming? It's not ready yet, but I've got a bigger problem. I've got to come up with the $500 on the deductible. Yeah, that's running things pretty tight, isn't it? You know what? A lot of people do that. It's where we talk about, I've got to start saving money for retirement. I've got to put some money away. What do you have? 
well, I don't have anything yet, but I'm wanting to get started. How much savings do you have? Well, I don't really have any savings. We're going to start with savings because the last thing you need is to say, put that money in the securities or a safe money tool. And all of a sudden you're needing to go grab that money and it might be expensive to go pull it back out. Winning at life with Gregory Ricks weeknights at seven Saturday morning at 10 on news talk 99.5 WRNO. Find me at Gregory the Gregory Ricks and associates app or 504-832-9200. I'd have a little dirt on my boots, but I'm saying you need to get it together time to call gregory winning at life with gregory ricks on news talk 99.5 wrno welcome back you're listening to winning at life we have a few more minutes in this hour i'm your host gregory ricks that you can participate in live financial talk radio and estate planning during this hour. So that's why it's important the next few minutes. Go ahead and make that call. It's a great question you have. I know it. Because they're all great questions that are called into this show. 504-260-0995. You know, when I asked um, our previous caller about qualified money, that's what most assets are, pre-tax money that's put away or has grown tax-deferred. And even in estate planning, you have to address the taxes. That's the biggest thing is worst cases, all of a sudden you've got, just say it's a $500,000 IRA and it is not handled right and it isn't a trust, last thing you want to do is have half of that money to go to Uncle Sam because one of the things about a trust is it's taxed at the max tax bracket. That's it. And, and so that's, again, it's, it's important to point that out. Um, when you're dealing with inheritance uh, that's mainly focused in IRAs, 401ks, um, IRAs in particular need to be handled with very, very delicate hands. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. It's it's one of the questions that we go over first in all our meetings is, okay, guys, you know, we're here to talk business. Let's talk about the assets. Let's talk about net worth. And, you know, if we're looking at, okay, where the majority of the money is, um, whether they're okay with a, a sort of staged uh, distribution like, like Cos was talking about, or if they're fine with the outright distribution, that's going to, you know, sort of determine what path that we start our journey on. Um, and so that's that's always important to keep that in mind for sure. One of the things we do at our office is when somebody calls in or contacts us to make beneficiary changes, they bring it to my attention because one of the things we look for are they naming a trust, the beneficiary of that IRA account. Then we're going to call and ask what's going on. Yep. And... Um, Sometimes it is, and and there's a disconnect between them and the attorney, and um, so we kind of explain how it works in some cases to both parties, but mainly the client. We're making sure they understand what's going on and what's going to happen if they make those changes. 
Sure. And that's the, again, I think the point, main point there is communication is key. Whether you're talking to an attorney or a financial advisor, um, there's really not room for a communication breakdown. Uh, you, you shouldn't be uh, getting the runaround from your advisor or your attorney or your CPA or anyone that you're trusting with financial decisions, um, long-term decision-making. This is something that has to be paramount in your relationship. Yeah, I, I think it's you have to involve all in that. There's a case we're working on um, that involves tax planning as well for one of our clients. And that's where all parties have to make sure they're on the same page that, you know, there's a tax attorney involved, actuaries, some experts in, in that field additionally, and myself and this individual's own firm that handles his taxes to make sure it's coordinated. And that's one of the great reasons somebody looking to do some estate planning along with financial planning that we work together really well to make sure all this is done. Yeah, and, and look, it kind of actually reminds me of a, a telephone call I had with um, a potential client this this week. And, you know, we kind of got in into an area where there was blurred lines between sort of some of the questions he was asking me um, regarding estate planning and, and also some of the tax consequences and tax law and things like that. And I said, look, you know, I, I'm going to stick on the left side of this line and, and I'm going to refer you over to um, our other member of the Total Wealth Authority, Drew Heath, for, you know, some of these more detailed tax questions. Um, and, and again, that's something that the Total Wealth Authority provides. And it's sort of very akin to the situation that you were just describing with your client, where it really it does take a, a, a team of people a lot of times to handle a complex situation. And so when you when you come in, you know that, hey, look, you guys have um, three or four of the folks that you can bounce ideas off of. And, and the left hand is going to know what the right hand is doing, because we all are um, very well acquainted with one another. We do business with one another quite often. And so um, we have a very good working relationship and we know it's it's very important to take care of the clients. Total Wealth Authority in attendance at our event coming up Thursday. You know what's blowing my mind over here, Gregory? Uh, in in the notes that uh, Wes brought in for us, he mentioned um, estate planning in the Magna Carta. So on the last break, I just Google on over to the Magna Carta. It's all over this thing. This is so, is this one of the beginnings of estate planning here? I think it was one of the first things they wanted to put into the Magna Carta. I think that they felt as if um, you know that was one of the the reasons uh, that sort of allowed a rise to power. Uh, you know that that they needed to escape. Bizarre stuff. If you go read the original Magna Carta, it doesn't make any sense because it's in Old English. But in the mm -hmm. translation, they're using. If someone dies intestate, they're talking about what a widow is is um, allowed to keep and own. She can stay in the house for 40 days after her husband dies to make an arrangement before anyone can kick her out. This is pretty cool stuff mm -hmm. in the Magna Carta, huh? That's it. Well, I, I didn't see the estate tax part. You, you wouldn't have me to be able to pull that just right off the top of your head, would you? I would not, unfortunately. And, and in Old English next time, okay? Well, I'll ask you that in a, again in a month, and I want the answer in Old English all right, so uh, moving forward, do we think the estate tax is going to stick around? I do. I do think it's going to stick around. Um, I, I think, you know, it's it, it's something that I, there's not a, uh, a large enough concentration of people who would be uh, 
against it for it to to be repealed. Ah, but people don't operate based on principles, whether or not it affects them directly. They only operate based on their own selfish interest. Absolutely. It's monetary incentive. Hmm. How weird. Yeah. You think I'd have figured that out by now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One quick thing I did want to point out, and it's something we had alluded to on the Steinbrenner deal. Um, so he his his heirs had this big tax saving five hundred million six hundred million whatever it may have been, but there was an anomaly in the in the system we know at that year. But there was also sort of a a footnote on the um, missing estate tax that says, "Hey, look, if we're not going to have this estate tax, you're not going to get a step up in basis either on your on your inheritance." So nowadays, normally, and for Folks who are not sure what a step up in basis is, it's, look, normally when someone dies, the heir receives that asset valued as of the date of death. So in other words, you buy the home for $50,000, it appreciates, it's now worth $150,000. Gregory inherits this house. When he sells the house, he only pays capital gains on that amount that sells over $150,000. That's a step up in basis. Um, so it's important for the for the Yankees here because... Steinbrenner bought the team in 73 for 10 million. It's now worth 1.1 billion dollars. So his heirs have that 10 million dollar basis. If they want to sell it, they're going to be subject to capital gains in the in the realm of 880 million dollars or so. So there's in other words there's no way they're ever going to sell that. They're just going to pass it on generationally and they're almost forced into doing that. But if there's a state tax coming up, then when they pass it along generationally, is there going to be a there can't be a double whammy, I guess. Yeah, and so that's that's kind of the deal, man. I mean, it's how how's it structured? Do they own it, or do, or is it a company where it was shareholders with proper structuring? Yeah, you will re- greatly reduce that. I'm not quite sure exactly how it's structured. The article does allude to the fact that they only hold a 55 percent interest and that's where we were getting that 880 million dollar um figure uh but it does sound like it's held in some sort of corporation or, or some sort of entity um nonetheless you know that's it, it does seem as if the um the yankees are going to be a family-held organization for quite some time and with tom benson's troubles regarding the irrevocable trust that what came, some of what came to light gives you an idea of how he's handled that, and that's through share ownership of shares, voting and non-voting rights within those trusts of the Saints as well as the Pelicans. Correct, and a lot of that has to do, and, and you know, the reference to voting and non-voting is is simply you know what you're able to do as far as making your mark as an owner. Um, obviously, the voting shares they're able to be separated are going to be much more valuable than non-voting shares who can just collect capital. Um, so that, that's part of his strategy. Brilliant man, obviously. And, you know, I think, I think the whole city's pretty, pretty happy that everything's sort of behind him with all that. All right. Wes Blanchard, he was the estate planning attorney, the total wealth authority and will be in attendance at this Thursday's women only Gregory Ricks live event, 6 30 PM Ruth's Chris and Mary worth the drive. Come meet Gregory, come meet the crew, Wes Blanchard included. Just pull him aside after the presentation, ask him your question on the sly if you want. See if, uh, you know, you can try and trip him up, ask him some questions. He knows his stuff. He'll be fine. All right. More Winning It Live coming up. If you have a financial situation, not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory, 504-260-0995. I'm James Parker. This is Winning It Live with Gregory Ricks on iHeartRadio.
you're tuning in to Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. If you need to contact the office, find our next live event, listen to the show live or on demand, remember the Gregory Ricks and Associates app. Live from the Gregory Ricks and Associates Wealth Management Studios, this is News Talk 99.5 WRNO. This is Winning at Life. It is the weekly wrap. Live financial talk radio. And we keep you up to date on what's going on, how it will affect your money, ideas to improve what you're doing financially. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks. If you have a financial situation, give us a call. 504 995 I'm your co-host, James Parker. Coming up in this hour of the show, we're going to talk about the, uh, the jobs numbers that came out yesterday morning. I got a lot of praise in, in most of the financial media, but there's some stuff under the, uh, under the surface there that makes me a little queasy. I, I don't think it was that great after all. If you have a financial situation, not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. You better call him now. 504-260-0995. You know, every once in a while when you, you're listening to uh, your station here, WRNO or WBUV, and you hear a promo for the show, and you hear these guys saying, oh, thanks for helping me out. Oh, you saved me a bunch of money. That could have been you. Don't you think those guys are glad that they called? Haven't we saved millions of dollars for callers at this point? I mean, theoretically, we don't get to go back and audit these people. We just take them at their word. But unless everyone's lying to us. We've saved people millions in taxes. Easily. Easily. One guy in Kentwood, we saved him millions in taxes. <laughs> we better be on his Christmas card list this year. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm still, I'm still, can I, can I push it to the annuity talk that uh, I was expected on Thursday and then expected on Friday yeah, and we just I'm, get swamped with I, calls? and I know. And we're going to get a review during the week as well. We'll see. I, I can't always promise that. It's just an hour and we're going to take callers. But I do think we should start this last hour of the show today with that topic because you know what's going to happen we're going to run out of time and i gave us five hours worth of stuff to cover today so and we know that we won't get to it all all right ready go okay kind of reviewing from last saturday we were talking about things you need to know about annuities and uh, in review, annuities have been around since 1700 B.C. They're a type of life insurance product. One of my favorite phrases is life insurance guards against the risk of dying too soon, while annuities guard against the risk of living too long. Annuities are vehicles that are used to accumulate retirement money and ensure you receive an income that you cannot outlive in retirement. Annuities are the only financial product that can guarantee you a paycheck. Another benefit of annuities is they accumulate earnings tax deferred. And an annuity purchaser should feel confident of the financials and ratings of the insurance company they're doing business with to ensure due diligence in regards 
to the insurer's claim paying ability. Most recognized firms that provide ratings of insurance companies are Standard & Poor's and AM Best. And you must ensure that an annuity is not only attractive and suitable, but meets your goals, objectives, and risk profile. That's kind of a quick review of what we covered last week. So I've got somewhere around 10 bullets for the show today. And and this is a little bit different take, so it's a shift from what I covered in detail that previous information I just ran down. The sell and I'm starting here. It is the salesperson that sells you mutual funds and stocks most likely does not sell fixed or indexed annuities or give you guidance or advice or assistance on putting your money into that world. I like how they use salesmen right there and not financial advisor. Right. Okay. Now, example of my firm, we're a registered investment advisory firm, and we can deal in securities such as mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, stocks, such as that, Well, uh, as well as variable products which we don't like so but we also deal in the fixed world fixed annuities fixed indexed annuities income riders we have that capability of having a discussion of all the financial worlds one of the shortcomings in doing uh the, the medium that we've chosen here if you're listening on the radio or on the podcast i can't see your face and i can't see if that definition you know pierced the skull but I found that if I try and give the, the, the technical definition and the, the face glazes over, I always get a better positive reaction when I say, when you hear the commercials, never lose money, lock-in gains, no risk, n- never lose money in the market, you're always going up, never going down, that thing. Oh, oh, yeah, those are fixed annuities, sometimes fixed index, but it's all, that's a fixed annuity. Of the 308,937 financial professionals in the United States, only 31,000, approximately 10% are registered investment advisors. Big drop off there. Now, the vast majority of independent advisors are registered both as fiduciaries and as brokers. In fact, as many As 26,000 out of the 31,000 RIAs operate in this gray area where they have one one foot in both camps. That's right. Only 5,000 of the nation's 310,000 financial professionals are pure fiduciaries. That's a measly 1.6%. So just kind of give you clarity on where I stand versus the world of financial people are out there a lot for one bullet point isn't it so you just want to make sure that you're dealing with it and that's where people come well how come i never heard about this nobody ever explained to me these financial tools well they couldn't you're only getting one side of the story the salesperson that sells you homeowners insurance most likely 
cannot help you with annuities either. You can purchase annuities directly from life insurance companies, some banks, some broker-dealers, or certain career insurance agents and independent insurance agents. You just don't know for sure where so or, there, or how biased that is because are they having that conversation because of commission? Well, they're going to disclose the commission nowadays. That's that's going to that has to be a part of the conversation. You should ask anyway. And you should ask. Yeah. Doesn't about every- and, and ask what's the negative to this? Doesn't just about everyone who comes on board with you ask? Well, we tell them. Yeah, full disclosure. There are two types of annuities. Deferred annuities and immediate annuities. To help you with that a little further, deferred annuities allow you to defer taking an income until you have accumulated additional earnings. You could be putting the money in a financial tool that does not correlate to risk, so there is no market risk. You can defer taking income, which means you're growing it, so it's deferred the taxes are deferred, and at some point in the future, you can start taking dis- distributions from a deferred annuity. Deferred annuities meaning you're not going to take the income now. Immediate, I'll repeat that, immediate annuities allow you to commence income payments within the first year of the annuity purchase. Now, let's go back to deferred annuities. For the most part you can start taking income after the first year. Some cases, you you can take distributions the first year on a deferred annuity. Remember, and and I'm going to get to this point once again, is all annuities at the core are about generating income. Immediate annuities are basically you're wanting to put money to work to start kicking out income immediately. Every deferred annuity offers the purchaser the choice of annuitization. And that's basically to turn on a guaranteed income. Annuitization allows the annuity purchaser to change all or portion of the annuity contract from cash accumulation period to a periodic distribution of funds. Periodic could be monthly, quarterly, annually. Just depends on how you want the payout. Most deferred annuities will allow the purchaser to annuitize the contract without paying surrender charges after one year. And that is something that should be covered with you as well, is how are we planning to take the money out of this account and when? You know, what's the purpose of the money? How long are we putting it to work? What's this job we're assigning to it and when are we going to take income out annuitization functions similarly to an immediate annuity because both are based on annuitization most companies offer several types of income options for annuitization and immediate annuities now just i want to speak of annuitization because you'll hear me sometimes call it annuicide 
because you're taking it out for life income, for example. And we tend to want to use it for income purposes, which create lifetime income that is not annuitization. And we will kind of treat them bond-like for distributions, like peeling off interest from the account. Once again, with is not annuitization. Your only option is not annuitization. They all give you the ability to annuitize, but it's rare that we do annuitization. When we come back from the break, we've got a break coming up right here, and uh, I'm going to cover the different types of annuitization. All right. Questions? 504 504- Two six zero zero ninety nine five. That's five zero four two six zero zero ninety nine five. I'm James Parker. You're listening to Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks on iHeartRadio. Hey, ladies, listen up. Nine out of ten women will be the sole decision maker when it comes to finance, much more than men. Winning at Life invites you to our Women and Wealth event, Thursday, July 13th, Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Metairie. Come learn about finance, retirement, Social Security, health care, and more. Gregory Riggs and our Total Wealth Authority will be in attendance. Bring your questions. A Q&A session will be held at the end. Reserve your seat, 504-832-9200, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or GregoryRicks.com. If you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. Look, you're out there thinking about, oh, this market, I've got to find some safe ways. Avoid the variable for that reason because it is not a risk-adverse tool. But if you're considering it, I suggest you get a second opinion. And we darn sure wouldn't have had a long surrender period. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Gregory Ricks and Associates brings you the Total Wealth Authority, the team to handle all aspects of your money. Meet Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. That's where Greg's genius comes in, is just knowing to put professionals all in an environment to give the listeners of this show and knowing that they have a platform and they can get questions. The Total Wealth Authority. Summon us with the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, gregoryricks.com or 504-832-9200. The Ricks Report with Gregory Ricks. If we take a dollar and double it every year, then we go out 20 years, you'll have $1,048,576. But is Uncle Sam just going to let that fly that way for you? So if we're doing this and we go out 20 years and we've had 33% peeled off of our doubling each year, so with being taxed, what do you think that number is? 750000 is what you would have. So you go from this massive amount of money of a million dollars to less than $28,000 when you consider taxes and fees. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Find me at GregoryRicks.com, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. 
For a lot of children, the key to success in school is having the right supplies. And Access Health Louisiana is holding several Supplies for Success events around the area this summer. There will be free backpacks filled with school supplies and entertainment and games for the kids. Supply giveaways will be held this summer in Norco, Hammond, Bogalusa, and Kenner. Go to accesshealthla.org for more information. A message from WRNO Communities, helping to make a difference in New Orleans. Big enough to deliver, small enough to care. Winning at life with Gregory Ricks on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. You're listening to live Financial Talk Radio. Name of our show is Winning at Life. The weekly wrap. We do this every Saturday from 10 to 1 live. We have a weeknight show financial related we call it winning at life the daily wraps it's just what's going on every day that might affect your money and how to win financially phone number is 260-0995 i'm your host gregory ricks Sometimes known as the 401k Retirement Authority, I founded my firm, Gregory Ricks and Associates, which is a registered investment advisory firm. So if you want to find out more about that aspect of my life, you can go to GregoryRicks.com. And you've assembled the Total Wealth Authority. How did you, you said it some way that was funny on last night's show, like you're the founder of the Total Wealth Authority or something to that effect, or you assembled them? I forgot what it was, but it sounded like we have a layer, like in the side of a mountain somewhere, and the skull's carved out of it. Okay, we need to go back and review what I said, especially if I come up with a great twist on it. All right, we got 12 things to do and 40 minutes to do it, so you need to scoot through okay, the rest of these the, bullet yeah. points here. We were, uh, let's see, we're, here it is. We were talking about annuitization functions similarly to an immediate annuity. I'm not a big fan of annuitization. We use it where necessary. And if I do use it, I prefer it to be period certain, meaning all the money pays out over that period. Well, hang on. If you're just stumbling on the show, this may sound kind of heady, may sound kind of dry, but this is how you have income in retirement. This is how you stop working, but checks still come in. This this is how you do yeah, it. That's what, that's what accumulating retirement wealth is about, is creating an income when you quit going to that nine-to-five job every day or the three-to-eleven job. Whatever it is you're doing, how do you create income that sustains you from now on? And you see people who aren't working anymore. They still live in the nice neighborhood. They still got a sweet car. They didn't have a big drop in lifestyle. They didn't have to move in with their kids. And they're still getting checks every month. And they're not really richy rich rich. They just did this. Okay, now go. Yeah, and and another thing. and, And we're talking about fixed annuities, fixed interest annuities or fixed index annuities, which do not correlate to market risk. And we can... And they've been around for a long time. Before the stock market crash of 1929, Babe Ruth's 
financial team advised him to get out of the market and get into annuities. We did a show a few years ago the history of annuities, and we focused on the transition over the past several hundred years of that financial tool. And that was kind of an important footnote. Then we've got another footnote, and his name is Shaquille O'Neal. One of his advisors advised him to take a portion of his income every year and put in fixed annuities. It was the first million dollars he made every year. Yeah, the first million every year put into annuities that didn't know how his career is going to go, could have been injured at any time, or fired because he couldn't make free throw shots, but he was never fired. He eventually did retire on his own terms, and he's he's a commercial guru now, mm-hmm. as we see him, on still on TV all the time. But he made sure if things went bad, he was guaranteed income the rest of his life that he would never be without money. So when we're talking about this, these tools also give you the option to create permanent distribution methods. Most companies offer several types of income options for annuitization and immediate annuities. Although a life income option results in the greatest payment for annuitization of immediate annuities, it also earns, if the purchaser dies the day after the annuity purchaser, the insurer gets to keep the annuity's value. And that's why we don't do life income unless it's a single person and they're not worried about the money leaving on. They're wanting max income for as long as they live. And that's why I like how the term annuicide actually sounds a little standoffish, a little scary. Yeah, because if you take life income only on annuitization and die any time after that, that's when the money ceases to pay out. In addition to life-only incomes, there are period certain income options which guarantee income will be distributed for a minimum specified period such as 10, 15, or 20 years. Many income options allow for a spouse to continue receiving income payments should the annuity purchaser die. Spousal continuation should always be considered. Uh, Example, when my mom's, as a result of my dad's death offshore long, long time ago, she received guarantee income of life. And that, in the settlement, the companies that were... uh, I won't say fault, but had responsibility, liability for what happened, uh, paid her a big pile of cash and a guaranteed lifetime income. And it was a life income 10-year period certain, which meant if she died during the first 10 years, the checks would have continued for the remainder of the 10 years, and then it wouldn't anything wouldn't pay out later. But she's obviously lived a long ways past that. So when she dies the checks stop. As far as income planning tool that we've used in the past as one of our baskets would be, for example, I like a five-year period certain where you put enough money in there to create a check that you're wanting paid out for 60 months. And if you died year, uh, 
end of year one of the 60 months, so it's 12 months in, you would get the remainder of those payments paid out to your beneficiary. So when you do a period certain only, that is 100% payout. So it should be considered in the overall plan of how are we distributing future income and creating deferral for growth assets to continue to grow. Because one of the simple ways I'll mention this is if I've got three baskets of money, I've got one making 2%, one making 4%, let's say one's making 6%. Where do I want to take the distributions from? The 2%. I want to take it from the 2%. You said, well, I'm spending principal. Well, you're going to, through the guided planning system, our proprietary mathematical financial planning system works the math out that we're growing the assets more with that method than what we're taking out. Because I want to protect the money that's compounding at a greater rate, so we'll start with the lower-yielding money. And that's kind of my bullets for today. Okay, uh, we got to hurry here. If you have any questions, uh, I'll be happy to make some room for you. 504 Five zero four two six zero zero nine nine five. Real quick, the BLS numbers. I want to do a whole segment on this, but we'll just finish it here in this segment. Now, uh, the the big headline number is the unemployment rate, four point four percent. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, I mean that's just as low as it's been in the last ten years. If you don't count May, June is the second lowest number we've had in the last ten. I I guess it'd be almost eleven years at this point. Now, a lot of people are harping on the number of jobs created. Um, depending on what number you looked at, some of them are saying 220,000 jobs created, which is just slightly above what it takes to keep up with population growth. Another uh, great point here is that uh, the number of people who are not in the labor force declined by 170,000. So we had people moving into the labor force. while So while we're creating enough jobs to keep up with um, – the, the increase in population, the people coming back into the labor force actually caused the tick up from 43 to 4.4%. Here's where it gets nasty, though. We um, The number of employed people, you know, that's that's important, too. But that participation rate, the labor force participation rate went up a tick. Our wages, 2% year over year. That's tracking with inflation. If, if if unemployment really is this low, this is almost full employment, we would have wages going up. So Wage that, growth, participation growth. All right, so this is just a bogus number. I'm tired of reporting on this number. I, I was kind of hoping the new presidency would say would hit, hit a reset button somewhere, and the, the just for one month the number would go up to where it really is, about 8%-ish, depending on which one you look at. So either the U5 or U6 um, is what we should count. If you're looking at the U5 number, we're sitting at uh, 5.3%. That counts uh, discouraged workers. The U6 counts discouraged workers and those who have part-time jobs who wish they had full-time jobs. That's 8.6%. Do we feel like we're in an 8.6% unemployment economy, though? I th- I think it's I feel it feels more like that than it feels a 4.4% unemployment rate. Which would explain... The uh, income growth and participation rate. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more toward the 8.6. And, and until we get uh, wage growth, it's hard to argue against that. 
it's it's not really going that great out there. The number here here's here's where it gets weird again. The number of unemployed people up. So you had more employed people and more unemployed people in the same month. It's like how do you have stocks and bonds going up at the same time? You know, you can't be tastes great and less filling, can you? I mean, if you're a beer, you can. I'm just saying you can't have it both ways. So these these numbers are still being fudged. We're not getting the the kind of honesty I hope for for political reasons. So it just stinks that you can't just trust the number. You can't just see 4.4% unemployment and go, oh, okay, well, let me arrange my life around that or let me have this, let me develop this set of expectations built around the fact that the economy is absolutely booming. No doubt it's getting better, but when you start uh, attributing other things and trying to predict like what's coming up next gdp growth because we just finished that second quarter at the end of june aren't we going to get that number yes when does that come out of is that like wednesday it's coming up next week isn't it i still think it's back into this month we'll check that all right financial situations are welcome i got a guy over here who's got some answers for you his name's gregory 504-260-0995 i'm james parker you're listening to winning at life with gregory ricks on iHeartRadio. The Ricks Report with Gregory Ricks. If you're listening and have a 401k, you always want to make sure you know what's pre-tax and what's after-tax dollars in that account and make them separated. If both of those monies get rolled over to an IRA, the way I define it is it's like pouring cream in your coffee and you're saying, oh, no, I don't like cream in my coffee. How can I get that out? How can you get it out? You can't. But there is a form where you can fill out when you take distributions that you'll simultaneously take out pre-tax and after-tax dollar at the same time so you don't get taxed again. So you've got to keep up with it. I would rather separate it. If I don't want cream in my coffee, we're never mixing the two. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Find me at GregoryRicks.com, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. Sharing has never meant as much as it does now. Everything is up for the world to see. But what if the sharing could be used to make a difference? The National MS Society is building a place where everyone can share their experiences for good. If you have a story, share it. If you have a solution, share that too. Because together, we are stronger. Join us at wearestrongerthanms.org. If you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. And I sure couldn't get into any discussion on a financial tool on the first meeting. We'll find out what's going on and help give you guidance. And if you should be somewhere or do something else, I will flat tell you that. Gregory Ricks and Associates, the 401k and retirement authority. 504-832-9200, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app or GregoryRicks.com. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Hi, James. Hi, uh, Mr. Ricks. I love your show every day. I have a question on IRA. Hi, I want to state first, I'm a big fan of your show. Uh, there's a ton of knowledge you guys give out, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I listen to you guys as often as I can, and thank you very much for your advice, Gregory, okay. and I'll be calling you off. Thank you so okay. much. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10. News Talk 99.5 WRNO. 
Business Radio, I'm Pat O'Neill. G20 leaders have ended their economic summit in Germany. President Trump had one-on-one meetings with various leaders, including China's President Xi Jinping, with North Korea a key topic. As far as North Korea is concerned, I know that we'll have eventually success. may take longer than I'd like, may take longer than you'd like, but there will be success in the end one way or the other. The U.S. wants China to take a stronger stance against North Korea's missile testing. A South Carolina prison worker has been fired, linked to the escape of kidnapper Jimmy Causey, who was recaptured at a Texas motel. He was armed with both a semi-automatic pistol and a pump shotgun. He was also had additional ammunition. He had four cell phones. And he had $47,654 in cash. South Carolina law enforcement official Mark Keel. Fox News. We report. You decide. The contents of this show are meant for educational and entertainment purposes only. and is not meant to take place of your attorney, accountant, tax professional, personal trainer, football coach, interior decorator, or those fortune tellers at Jackson Square. Please consult a financial advisor before making all investment decisions. Gregory Ricks and Associates is a registered investment advisory firm. If you'd like a copy of Form ADV, our full disclosures, call the office 504-832-9200 or go to GregoryRicks.com. Your daily dose of financial wisdom, winning at life with Gregory Ricks on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Welcome back. Winning at life. The weekly wrap, live financial talk radio, the phone number. You ready? Call us. I know you want to ask that question. We'll help you. 504-260-0995. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, along with James Parker. What you? We had some more on the U, uh, U4, U6, U5, U8. Hey, the GDP number. July 28th. I, I thought it was at the end of the month. You're surprised by it and said, why are they taking so long? I gave you a great answer, huh? Yeah, so they need the time to massage the numbers, and, and they already know where they want to get. Now, how do you fill in the backstory to make it come to that conclusion? And really, the big takeaway here is uh, this is still a very political number. This is not a, a true, honest, objective reflection of what's going on in the economy. You know, it's... um. It's just apparent that this regime is every bit as concerned about saving face as they are about telling you the news. Even Look, you're not a real friend unless you're willing to tell me my breath stinks. And presidents just aren't, haven't been willing to do that the last three. I don't know. Bill Clinton didn't really have to fudge his because his was legitimately pretty low. But, uh, you know, if you can't tell me bad news, then... You're, you're not really a, a trustable source. I mean, Gregory, if the guy comes in or if you have a financial advisor and every time you give him a call, he's like, and you say, hey, how's my investments doing? Oh, they're doing great. Oh, growing. Just a rocket ship to the moon. But you call him every, every you call him like once a quarter and year after year after year, he tells you it's a rocket ship to the moon. What do you think? Oh, he's got to be lying. You know, that's. It can't be good news all the time, and it's okay if it's not. And if you're not telling me the ugly truth or if there's something that's obviously going wrong and you're papering over it, 
then you're just whittling, whittling away at your credibility. But I, I don't want to put this on this president or the last president. It's just a function of D.C. at this point because both parties have done it, and there's no faction that's really even innocent when it comes to at least this unemployment number. Yeah, and, and look, we've seen him blame Trump. He has, has he been in six months yet? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he has. Okay. Close enough. Close, Really close to it. But it's like, you know, all the health care problems are his fault, the economy and, you know, everything. The jobs is his fault. And I think it's hard to lay blame on him for the problems at this point. But we can go down the road, and if things aren't changed and remedies found for it, we could kind of attach him. Yeah, this is a chain of what happens every four, eight years. It just keeps getting kicked down the road, and nobody solves it. So a lot of past administrations all have a stake in this. Well, and if they're going to continue the deficit spending, they're going to have to continue to do the gymnastics that the Fed's been doing for the last however many years. They're not going to un- want to unwind the balance sheet. You said Janet Yellen said expect some more rate hikes. Yeah, she had a uh, testimony before a committee this week and basically said, yeah, expect more rate hikes regarding reducing the balance sheet from the notes of the Fed minutes. They said, they're, you know, they're not on the same page. They're not all in unison, so they're probably going to be deferring that decision later in the year. The sharp decline in unemployment rate, several participants, meaning committee, open market committee members is what they're referring to, express concern that a substantial and sustained unemployment undershooting might make the economy more likely to experience financial instability or could lead to a sharp rise in inflation or well, they're always hoping for inflation so you agree with that i hate that it's just disgusting i don't like inflation Deli- deliberate planned inflation is unethical but the s- substantial and sustained unemployment undershooting might be a future problem not getting enough jobs that one's baked in the cake yeah And recent soft readings on inflation, upward pressure on inflation from resource utilization might be limited. The other comment was uh, the gains in the stock market and other asset classes while volatility remained low. Longer-term treasury yields had declined since earlier in the year. As part of that, investors might be contributing to the elevated asset prices more broadly. And then the economic outlook, they basically state as roughly balanced. All right. I'm going to give you a quick example before we get to the phone. Let's say I buy a stock in Company X and it's 100 bucks, And we have 2% inflation and I hold it just for the duration. I hold it for 35 years. Uh, if, if we don't have any inflation and the company is totally stable, it's like a bank. It doesn't, doesn't change. Let's... How much money do I owe on that stock when I sell it after 35 years? What do you mean, that you owe on it? Yeah, well, do I have any capital gains? No, because the stock's the same price. Now, if you have deliberate plan infl- right. inflation, that, that stock price, while it's the same purchasing power, will now be on paper worth $200, and if I sell it, I will owe capital gains on 50% of the value of that stock. It's, Correct. It's just theft. You can't, you can't have deliberate plan inflation and capital gains taxes at the same time. Just 
because by time you're basically sopping wealth out of the private sector to government. Unethical. To the phones we go. If you want to be after Susan in Covington, 504-260-0995. Hey, Susan, how can we help you? Yes, I pretty much need direction. Um, I've been divorced about 15 years, and I'm still working. I am 65. I have two IRAs. I have a simple IRA. I have some savings and some in my checking account. And uh, I am pretty much cannot retire. Uh, I can't really afford to. So I just hope that my health pulls out and just keep working. But um, I've sought out um, uh, investor investing advisors, and when they find out that I don't have much, it's pretty much, you know, you get what you pay for. You don't uh, get much advice. So I just need a little bit more direction. Um, uh, what I have, I guess I would just probably keep it where it is. Um, I have my own home, and that's what that's, I would want to save that for my children. Is the home paid for? No, I'll be paid up at 82. Yikes. Yeah. Are the children have made it clear to you that they want your home? They've never expressed that, um, but I want to leave something to them. uh, I told them that they would, um, once they would uh, sell the home, you know, of course I have a will and all that, they would split it. Okay. Well, you don't have much in savings, you're saying. So give us a ballpark of how much you overall have saved in savings, retirement funds, the IRA, and such. Oh, I have about 16 in savings, 15 in the checking, um, 10000 in the IRA, 5000 in an annuity. So you've got a little under $50,000. Yeah. Okay. All right. Have you turned on Social Security? I have not. No, I'm not pulling up Social Security. I'm going to wait until I have my full retirement age, which is next year. Okay. But I may not even be able to do that. Um, I may continue until 70. I was going to suggest that as long as you're working because of insufficient funds to support a retirement standard of living that you're accustomed to, Mm-hmm. I would keep I would wait until you stop working or age 70 whichever comes first in that case. I have a question. I have a former husband that's um younger than I am and I was told that if I would start pulling his next year when I reach my full retirement age, I can pull some of his. But I don't want to mess up my situation with uh, my social security. Uh, and I could either invest his younger. money or live off of it. <laughs> but he's younger than you. Yeah, but uh, I know. Um, but he's at 62. He can pull something out. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's the case. But that's what I was told by Social Security, that, that I could possibly, if I chose to retire next year, that I could um, see what his would be. I know his would have to be twice as much as mine to take a portion out of his, half of his. Here, here's how it would work for you. You need to wait till full retirement age, which right. should be 66. Mm-hmm. You could, because you were 
beyond age 62 on December 31st of 2015, you still have this ability to restrict to his benefit, depending what it is. Hey, it might only be a few hundred dollars a month. I don't know what his benefit is. It could be more, but whatever is available, you're right. It would be about half of that. And you could deem yours, which means to increase your benefit until age 70, which would help on income. But if you do that, my challenge to you is make sure of how this works. I would probably, before you commit to doing anything with them, call my office and have a discussion with us to make sure you're getting it handled correctly. And I challenge you to put that money in savings you're going to need it, and you might consider a reverse mortgage to make those payments go away. Yeah, Susan. The I'd, kids do not want your home, Susan. You may need that money. I'd rather my mama have a happy lifestyle than end up with the house when I already got a house, too. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Gregory, do you want your mom's house? No. Yeah, I don't want my mom's house either. We want to take care of you, Susan. 504-260-0995. I'm James Parker. It's Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks on iHeartRadio. How often do you worry about money? James Parker here. You know, you don't have to worry about what's going to happen with your 401k when the stock market takes a dive again. You don't have to worry about running out of money when you retire. You can get your financial life in order, but it's a lot easier if you get some help. Find out if you're a good fit for Gregory Ricks and Associates. Come to our next live event to reserve your seat. Go to GregoryRicks.com, download the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. If you've got a financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do, you better call Gregory. We've got a map of callers where they call from around the country, and it's really surprising how the audience and this show has grown. Thank you to all of you that are listening through the radio in your car or at home or on the stream through the iHeartRadio app. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10. News Talk 99.5 WR. Hey, Raj. Happy birthday. How are you doing? Still feeling on top of your game? No complaints. Great. You've hit the big 5-0 now. Have you thought about talking with your doctor about some screening tests you need? Screening for what? High blood pressure, high cholesterol, colorectal cancer. Geez, that's not what I wanted to hear. Hey, you have to know what's going on to stay on top of your game. Visit ahrq.gov slash consumer for a free checklist of screening tests for men 50 and older. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Gregory Ricks and Associates brings you the Total Wealth Authority, the team to handle all aspects of your money. Meet our CPA, Jude Heath. Well, tax season is what it is. Some folks come in and the tax year is already planned. On a going forward basis, there was some legislation that was put in that some of it can affect some of the listeners. The Total Wealth Authority. Summon us with the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, gregoryricks.com, or 504-832-9200. The Ricks Report with Gregory Ricks. I parked 8000 in a traditional IRA, and I find I really need the money now because i got a, a $3,400 house insurance payment I can't meet. Mm. I'm wondering if I can take it out without paying a big penalty to the IRS. What is your age? 60. Well, good news about that is you're over age 59 and a half. So if you do indeed take a distribution from that account, 
you won't pay any penalty for doing so because if you're under age 59 and a half taking money from a qualified plan, there is a 10% early withdrawal penalty. Uh, pay taxes, but not a big penalty? Correct. There will not be an early withdrawal penalty. Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Weeknights at 7, Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Find me at GregoryRicks.com, the Gregory Ricks and Associates app, or 504-832-9200. financial situation and you're not quite sure what to do you better call gregory winning at life on news talk 99.5 wrno welcome back this is the weekend kind of rainy kind of sunny at times i think on this weekend I like sun all the time, by the way. I don't. I like rain. You, you like rain? Well, you are happy right now. Huh? Rain makes corn. Corn makes whiskey. <laughs> hey, speaking of country music, did you hear the uh, the Buy a Boat, Buy Me a Boat guy has a new song? And it sounds like uh, he's singing about me. Chris Jansen, see if it's in the WNOE bank over here. For those of you who uh, listen in the Gulfport, Biloxi area. Our it's Mississippi not this listeners. that everything happens to other people, not you. Oh, that's, if that song comes out, it will be me singing it. But uh, our country station down here that just rules is WNOE, and uh, our producer Angie can dig into their, their base. Chris Jansen is the dude's name. I believe the song called uh, Fix a Drink, except he, he's saying Fix a Drink, but it, it's pronounced D-R-A-N-K. So he, I don't know if he had just some conjugation issues or he's really sticking the accent. But uh, the wife sent it to me this week. She's like, this song's about you. And then I listened to it. I thought it was going to be something funny, like she's making fun of me. And I was like, oh, actually, this is about me. It's, it's about right. But you know how we like to uh, buy me well, a boat? The verse is, I can't fix this. I can't fix that. I can't fix the economy. But I can I can't fix, fix a drink. Yeah, yeah, but I can fix a drink. I can't fix your job. This is Winning at Life. It's the weekly wrap. That's James Parker. I'm Gregory Ricks, your host, live financial talk radio. Turn it before it gets stuck in my head. Turn few, it off. Few, min- off. few minutes left. We're going to talk about some technicals here that we pulled this week. Uh, call us up, 504-260-0995. I know we still got another hour's worth of material, but we'll just... Use it Monday. When you say te- daily wrap. when you say technicals, I pull out my pen and I get ready to take notes. Is this? Is this? Am I going to class here? The new to- uh, Let's see how Gregory? I can help you out here on this. Um, let me walk around the studio. Okay, it's a lot easier to show it to you this way. Let me just shove this mic here. Okay. Uh, this is the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and what we did was pull some three-year price returns, and then this is based on daily price returns, uh, ETF of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. What does that mean, price returns daily? How, what the price of the index closing and how much has it grown over that period 
of time. Okay. And what we're looking at here on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, we've got the actual average of the index on the bottom half, and then the top one looks at three-year price returns. So something to point out when we go back to 2001, you kind of see, and then this line, when we pull the graph, then we added the line across to where the similarities are. So in 2001, you see that line dissects it right where it is today. And what happened in 2001? We had a big stock market decline. Before 2008, which, you know what happened in 2008? Gigantic stock market decline, recession, just like back in 01. But this was the Great Recession. But look at the symmetry of the chart there prior to 2008, and look at that symmetry right now prior to where we are right now. And once again, correlates the same line dissects, and then you've got that symmetry, and then what happens after the symmetry? But the symmetry only comes if you're looking at the three-year price returns, meaning like if I bought three years ago, this is what I would have now out of that? Okay. Yes. So if it follows that pattern, and we're it's due for mirroring and downturn time. Looks like a downturn. Go to the S and P five hundred. Same two thousand and one, market was already moving down on the S and P five hundred. Same thing in two thousand and eight, and where are we now at the same point? So on each of those, we're at the right now point. The question mark is. What is this market going to do? Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? Is it going to go sideways? You recognize this one. This is the small caps. Russell 2000. And look at where we are. Now, it doesn't go back to 2001, so we're looking at 2008. Yeah, this one's a little less obvious, but see, this is why we've been saying for the last three months, if you listen to the Daily Wrap, this is a sideways day. Not a lot of action, not a lot of volatility. It's just kind of... Holding, yeah. It's in a holding pattern, and it has been. There was that little Trump yeah. bump since Russell the election sideways. to March. Spot, uh, S&P is sideways. Dow Jones basically is sideways. The okay. one that's not in sync with the others is the NASDAQ. We drew the line across. The NASDAQ is still above those re- previous recession points. It still feels a little sideways here. But, yeah, very sideways when you you look at it, just like all the others. But it has not moved to that level that would correlate with previous recessions. But it was just interesting to take this look and all of a sudden see, wow, that is really interesting. Well, look, it's doing the same pattern. It's just not on the line. It's doing the sideways thing. So I bet you if you took out the FANG stocks, if you took out Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. Oh, yeah, those I, I bet checks. you it would, it would drop just a little bit, and it would be on that line. Yeah. Because cause they have absurd disruptive growth. All right. So um, market drop is imminent, but imminent, according to that chart, could be six months away, could be a year away, could be starting already. It because Look, history, historicals. I like historicals. You learn from them. It doesn't mean it's going to play out the same way. But you should be aware of what it's done and symmetry. There's a lot of correlation to what securities, indexes, the market has done in the past. 
it feels kind of like, um, you know, biblically speaking, no man will know when God's coming back for sure. No, no one's going to know. And if anyone says they know, they're lying. Well, we don't know when the market drop is going to happen, but we know it's just going to happen. But if anyone says they know with certainty, they're lying. No That's one why knows. I found it interesting. That doesn't, we're not trying to say the market's going to drop, but there's some correlation to pass. So you should have an awareness of what's going on. All right. So millennials are doing a good job. Let's, let's give them a little applause here. Now, uh, well, I, you may want to hear the rest of the story first. I want to give them applause. Uh, I want to start with the bad news first. As far as the most popular savings vehicle for retirement, 401ks, they're a little bit behind the older generations. 63.6% of Gen Xers and 66% of baby boomers have some 401k accounts uh, that are compiling cash. Now, maybe millennials will pick that up as if they can eventually get out of mom's basement and get a job. Um, but they're at 59.4% of them already are contributing to the 401k. Uh, but Generation X is on schedule right now. To replace 51% of their pre-retirement income if they continue their contributions to the 401k in the same way they have in the past. Baby boomers are only going to replace about 41% of their retirement income. And it looks like the millennials are going to beat that just by a hair. The millennials are beating both of them. And if, if they continue on the track, the ones that have 401ks, if they keep contributing to them in the same manner, they're going to be able to replace more of their income in retirement just with the 401k, not counting Social Security or anything else, just the 401k. They're on track to do better than the Gen Xers and the Baby Boomers. So good news. You're not doing this for nothing. And when someone told you to start putting money in your 401k and you're like, all right, I guess they're actually taking the advice, Gregory. They're listening. They can be trained. Tune in Monday. Winning at Life, live speaking event, the women winning at life event on July 13th. Call the office, 504 832 200 You're listening to Winning at Life, the weekly rap with Gregory Ricks.